Hey Dave, welcome in. Uh, uh, as you know, GW's latest uh, acquisition slash partnership with Disney has led to them mm-hmm. us producing mm-hmm. more content for mm-hmm. them. Right. Uh, we're going to be producing a Warhammer 40,000 uh, animated show uh, based on their universe for Disney Plus, uh, the wonderful streaming service that should sponsor minor podcasts with small listenerships. Wow. That's yep. Yep. Um, absolutely should. Uh, my name's John. I'm a representative from Disney. I'm joined here by Danny, who's from, from Games Workshop. Nice to meet you. Um, hey. Yeah. Uh, yep. And really, what we're looking for today is we need you to, to portray the character of Karn the Betrayer, who, Danny, who, who's this guy's Karen? Karen Crin. It's, uh, it's Karan. Karan. Karan the Betrayer. The accent makes me think Jim. I don't know why. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, and I've, I, well, I've got the script here in front of me. Yeah, yeah. And as you can uh, see, the show's titled uh, "World Eaters: uh, Friendship Is Magic." Yep. So Kay. we want to make sure. All right. That well, we're, we're, we're like, uh, I'm here to make sure that we're making a great show for our audience, and Danny's here to make sure that there's nothing left of the legacy of GW. Correct. Yep. We right. want to so, just so wipe just, that right out. If you want to just give us your, your best, Corinne. Um, then then that would be fantastic. If oh. you want to take it from page and sixty-nine. Sixty-nine. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Whoa, dudes, we're totally going to go ahead and go out and not massacre anybody at Istvan. Whoa! Now, remind me, Danny, uh, K- uh, Corny? Corny, that's the... It's actually Koran. Oh, Koran. Oh, so, no, the, 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 the evil god person said Corny. Yeah, okay, um, sure. Cornflakes. He, he's the one who likes, like, love and stuff and is all about, like, the, the, the excess. Yeah, he's actually really into Valentine's Day. Oh. That's a big part. You can tell by the red color that he uses. Mm, hearts for the heart god. Right, exactly. Yeah, I can see that now. Love for the love throne. So yeah, if I you see can, that here in the, in the writing. Right, right. Yeah. If you can really soften it up a little bit more mm. if you can make it mm, we, fluffier we don't want our word eaters to be too angry it's soft and fluffy i think i can do that okay, okay. all right karen the betrayer take two <clears throat> i really think we can get together with these guys i i really think we don't need to massacre anybody at istaban Let's go, guys. Now, with the Me Too movement, this makes me uncomfortable, this reading of yeah, this here. Um, like, when you said guys, I initially yeah. became extremely uncomfortable. One, I don't think we should gender our opponents at this point here. Because, I mean, some of the word eaters. Word eaters. Word yeah. eaters, yeah. They are females. You can't so even. It says world eaters on the page, but you can't eat a world. That's too large. That's no, ridiculous. Absolutely not. <laughs> I could eat a world. Mm. <laughs> can't. Improv. Uh, okay. Uh, all right. So you want me to give it so, a try? So like let's he's kind of so talking more. Says he's he's really angry. Like mm, like he's just a grumpy man. Like why don't why don't you give us more grump? Okay. Have you ever seen Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs? Uh, no. Are you familiar with the character Sleepy? Because that's what we want you to do. Not, so grumpy I, I'm is not. I said grumpy, I haven't seen grumpy it is grumpy too on the nose. Too far. <laughs> but you know, when I'm sleepy, I'm quite angry. Yeah, so, me too. You know. All right, let me see if I can uh, see if I can channel this for you. I really do appreciate you guys at Disney Plus giving me a chance. I mean, I'm only from uh, a small podcast that nobody's ever heard of. So correct, it's pretty correct. That's pretty f- nice. Accurate. You're very yeah, you're very, very welcome. Very accurate. <laughs> Works for you. More rates. more grumpy. But not too grumpy. Yeah, yeah. Fluffy grumpy. How about like a medium fluffy grumpiness with a dash of betrayed? Mm. He Can is we do a, that? well. He is you the say betrayer. Betrayed. I'm reading betrayer. All right, well, oh, let me. Is it so? Does that mean he's unfaithful to his spouse? That is such a good B story for our show. Maybe it's because he's conflicted. 
probably so very conflicted at this point. You're Karen the betrayed. Um, you've just Karen. come, Karen. You're betrayed. You've just come home Karen. to find your wife. I'm sorry, your life partner. Right. Yeah. Right. Let's not gender okay. in it. bed with your greatest enemy, and you come back and you just say, "Eldari person, get out of my wife." Wow, that is very betrayed. Yeah. Wife's room. All right, I think, out of I think, my I think I've got this. All right, yeah, okay. let's do it. All right, and hold on, I, I got oh. I got to get in character here. I'm thinking about uh, driving Subarus, right. uh, wearing flannel. Um, okay, yeah, no, I think I've got it. I think I got it. All right, uh, action. Whoa, Eldari player, what? Get out of my wife or significant other or friend. I, I'm going to go hang with the girls. Maybe some of the guys listen to some ABBA. Well, I think some of those references are older than we are at yeah, this point. I, what oh, is uh, ABBA? Really, I, I just, uh, ABBA just the? released a whole new album this, this, uh, this year. Oh shit. Really? Huh. Yeah. Huh. Who knew? Yeah. Cause I'm a dancing queen. Well, I guess strong and mean on the tambourine. <laughs> well, yeah. I just wanted to let you know. Thank you for coming in. Hey, I with, really appreciate it. With this audition, you were able to make our first choice lower his asking rate to the point where we can now afford him. Uh, so we won't be needing your services for Karen the Betrayed. Thank you. Oh, man. Dave, I, I know we improv those bits a lot, but we were throwing up the Karen bits so you could be like, I want to talk to your manager. Yeah, but then you put it into the bedroom with Eldari and sex, and I was like, oh. Oh, no one said sex. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, well, the Eldari are all about fucking. Well, I mean, they well, made a god, okay? Like a good third of them are. Well, I guess a They quarter. made a sex god, if you listen know. to I don't know. Who knows? I don't know how the Exodites uh, deal with gods and fucking and stuff like that. Well, they fucked them. That's what they did. But anyway, uh, welcome to Mob Rules, episode 128. I know that because I made notes for this one. Yay! Go me, go me, go me. There we go. We're very proud of you, John. Yeah. Very proud. Um, I, I used a new app to make sure that we were all together and we all knew what was coming, uh, except I got one of our, our host's email addresses wrong. And the other uh, host and, doesn't and understand the other host technology. doesn't understand how it works. Same, t- same host, actually. This uh, is all me. Yes, it's all you. Um, it, it's not. I was able to read it and not type anything or change anything i was just like okay i guess but this is what we're doing you didn't have editing rights oh, man uh, once once we get it going no once it gets, wait, once we get it going it'll be oof, it'll be good it'll be just like joke. google docs but different shittier <laughs> yes. <laughs> yay sound effects uh yeah we're back after a very busy two weeks uh before we recorded today we recorded uh or we we played a little uh, narrative game uh, breaking out, and all, I won. Breaking out oh. all of my my box games I bought for models and Space Hulk and and, and the, uh, the the Death Watch Overkill or Overdrive yep, Death Kill uh, board tiles. Because uh, I opened that box and was like, oh yeah, shit, I have a bunch of Death Watch in here. Yep, just sitting assembled, ready to go. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, of course the can, the little can on the bike with a little birdie and stuff oh, like that. Oh yeah, those yeah, yeah, those models are good. I've got like, f- oh, dude, I bought so much. Those models this morning. Those models are so great, and They're it's like I have literally no need for them. Um, and so yeah, hmm. that's sad. Yeah, 
but they're pretty cool and I'm sad they haven't been released individually yet they they have like even the white scars do mm. with the birdie well you have to buy them as a set mm. oh you buy yeah, them as yeah. Kill Team Cassius because mm. they're all in the same sprue John <sighs> what a jip um, but yeah so yeah, we recorded a little bit of that earlier, uh, kind of our start of our narrative. Um, Danny had played it in a couple tournaments. Uh, Dave got some painting and modeling done. Dave, I want to let you know that I did make three uh, Chaos Lords this week with Jeff I Pax. saw them. Um, all of them have the same helmet as you um, after listening to the second Night Lords book and the first Night Lords book and realizing that Chaos Space Marines just scavenge whatever the fuck they can. Yep. So um, after murderizing your guys, I just take your helmets and put them on. And that's legitim- legitimately the reason my three Chaos Lords have <laughs> the same mark of helmet as your guys do. Nice. Well, I mean, you're going to kill my guys first. You're going to paint them white. <laughs> just <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you are. No, because I don't think you know. I don't think you remember how difficult white is to paint. You know how how difficult white is to paint? Contrast. You just yep. You just do a little bit of grace here, then apothecary white over the top of it. Eat. Done. Done and done. Bum bum bum. Awesome. I stand corrected. But anyway, Dave, what what have you been up to in the past couple of weeks? I said a lot of painting, a lot of lot of hobbying. Uh, I finished assembling my base two thousand point army. Uh, I have so all you're all assembled now. I ha- I ha- and base coated with spray Ooh. paint. I have everything purchased, assembled, and whatnot, and uh, I decided I was going to launch in on some models. Uh, I decided that uh, naturally I should start with the Disco Lords, sure, uh, because you such know, a great kit. You want to, you want to, really s- good when you're trying to figure out a scheme. You want to start with the most difficult and intricate model you own to to start with. So naturally. I, I think stuff like that really works because, like, honestly, uh, Chaos Space Marines are Chaos Space Marines, right? It's not super complicated how this game looks, but when you translate that across to the larger models, like the Disco Lord and like the other things. That's when you really see if it'll work for those bigger models. So starting with those, I think, is a smart move to do. Right, except they took me a lot longer because there's so much extra stuff that will not be on the Heresy-era Marines that I'm using. So it was like, I'm still painting these after a week. God. And and I finally finished, and then I was like, cool, now I can paint my Lord for our, uh, our narrative battle. Yeah. And uh, I, I really like the way it came out. I like this. I like the scheme with the reds. The looks red really nice. Yeah, it does. It looks so, good. So, now. what was so the, your scheme? Because that's a really nice clean white. That red has some really good kind of depth to it. There. What did you do? Well, so that uh, I actually picked up a can of uh, the, it's called Glacier Gray Matte uh, Spray Paint from a local um, home improvement store, uh, which gave me a nice gray, a nice light gray base to start with for the mm-hmm. armors. Um, and from there, I just I sprayed them. I, I painted everything except for the white. I just and then I washed the whole thing in Nuln, and then I just went back over everything and cleaned it up and did and brightened it up and did everything else. And then with the gray armor, I actually tried to do kind of like a whitewash look to the white over it, so it's it, you know kind of looking like it's starting to fade. And mm-hmm. Nice. And I'm actually I'm I'm really happy with the way it came out. That w- that was a impossible on the disco lords because the panels are so much smaller than mm-hmm. the marines mm-hmm. so i used i just did like a gray you know blend up and then in the end i just gave up and was like slap some white on it in at the top so that it's you know the, the colors fading up to it sure now i noticed you were like hardcore and you didn't even connect the legs before painting your disco lord no no Crazy. i left those completely apart because it was easier to actually get to everything and paint it it's the first sub-assembly I've ever done, and I, I don't think I will ever do a Disco Lord fully assembled. Like, I'm I, really nervous now that someone will pick up my Disco Lord and look at the underside. Because <laughs> that was the, so, because when I did my three, like I just did the the mount is one and the steed is another, and then called it good for that yeah. there. But yeah, I kind of saw you like your little paws. I'm like, wow, that's really intricate. 
So, I mean, it's just, I enjoy painting, um, but there's certain things I don't like to paint, like flesh. Um, sure. And there was a lot of, there's a lot of flesh on those. Mm-hmm. So it was one of those things yeah. where I wanted them to be, I wanted to be able to get to all, everything so that I could make it That's look That's true. Nice. Yeah, there's Do a your lot of Your Disco have a hole in, in the bottom of the torso? Yep. Okay, good. Because I, I was like. Uh, sh- I feel like there should be something here closing this hole up that's at the bottom that you can't I think see so. unless you really. But at get the same time, yeah, I think it. if I remember right, it's like right at the bottom in the narrow part, right? Yeah, like right where the saddle meets the the big torso at the bottom. Yeah, there's like a small gap, huh. hmm. or, or like a square, like huh. it, like an obvious square. I was like, there, I miss. I'm either missing a sprue that's supposed to have something that goes here or not. I just, I don't know. Who knows? Hope, let's just hope no one picks up your disco lord and looks at its butt. Well, it's going to have a low butthole. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> that's an exhaust port. Yeah, it's, it's only two <laughs> meters wide, so it's pretty easy. Two to, meters. That's, that's how you blow them up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, I see. You made a. You made it's a, a Star, Star Wars joke. Wars Star Trek yeah. reference. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No different than shooting womp rats back home. Uh, yeah, Captain Picard. Drive. What a guy. Yeah. <laughs> Colonel O'Neill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? A, uh, but then, yeah, no, I, I got into painting the guy, and as soon as I, I the Chaos Lord, my centerpiece model, uh, and I got to the point where I finished painting him, and I went, cool, he's, you know, I'm ready to base him, and then you were like, he's on the wrong side of base, and then Danny was like, get fucked, because my guy's on the same size base as Dave. Very aggressively. Um, it did? Um, oh, it was, oh yeah, you, trying to you be. totally did. You were like, get fucked, John. I was like, oof. This was like 3 p.m., hadn't heard from him all day. Nope. <laughs> I just pulled it out. Dave tried to do the thing my son does when I catch him, like do, making a mistake. He's like, "Yeah, I meant to do that. It's just for this." Uh, no, I, I literally was like, "Chaos Lord on a forty, got it." So I slapped him. So on So and I, I put my three Chaos Lords, and I was gonna put them on forties, but then I looked up the basing chart uh, provided by Frontline Gaming, and I was like, eh, "I'll just put them on thirty twos." I mean, it means it's I can, more advantageous to put them on thirty twos. It's way because I was gonna say I can deep strike easier then. So I'm yeah, gonna, no, you totally well can go that and fit into small places yeah. when you charge and like there's yeah. If you're too big, better. you don't fit into small spaces very easily. So it's good that you went smaller and nimble. with you the girth of right a forty millimeter. <laughs> no. is, I've experienced in my life. You've experienced it's the girth of I a have. forty millimeter base. I've experienced the girth of a 40 millimeter base a lot, many times in my life. Uh, and, uh, so I just have to uh, protect myself from coronavirus uh, <laughs> by drinking a white claw. Uh, <laughs> made, alcohol kills it. Made in America. Yeah. Actually, I don't know if that's true. Um, so I, I actually asked a couple people. Made in China. Are, oh, uh, no. Shit. Like, uh, notable local Alaskan uh, golden demon, uh, Trevor. So just Trevor then. Yeah, pretty much Trevor. <laughs> um, and well, and then I asked, uh, Rob Porter, who's done a bunch of commission stuff. Uh, sure. His advice as to what base should go for. And Rob, Rob was like, Oh dude, you should do, um, a 32 Mars, <laughs> Mars basing material. That would look cool. I was like, that's too much red to, that's literally every and model. Porter owns. <laughs> and exactly the exact scheme I'd been doing. So I was like, I don't want to do the same basing scheme. I want to do something different. Uh, Trevor's advice was to make a bunch of really elaborate bases for everybody and, and to make it look like rubble um, and an urban setting, kind of like a, a dark, dark gray and dusty gray. Mm-hmm, and I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, I don't have time to do that right oh, now okay. for this guy. Uh, and, and his other advice was uh, kind of a nice sandy color, which is what I ended up going for in the end. Um, and I really like the way it looks. I think it came you out. You guys going to the beach? Uh, yeah. Yeah, they are. Nice. They're just, they're just coming along. Come along. Mm. 
Uh, but other than that, you know, like I got everything built. Uh, I didn't play any games, though. I stopped by and watched you guys. Uh, I, I visited Danny at Tyson's when he was playing a game with Tyson. Oh, you did, yeah. And delivered to him um, oh, his grab bag model. Hell yeah. Yeah. I got um, my you my one. Thing. I forgot to say that. I didn't even notice it until I was like, why is there a GW bag in my tray? And I, I looked inside. I'm like, oh, shit. There you go. Yeah, you got the last one. So I'm sorry. What I, you I don't know what you I got the Skatari. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Well, That's what Tyson boy. got, too. Yeah. Yeah, so... Danny got uh, what Grey Knight? I got the Grey Knight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're super cool, though. I, I got to say, I'm, I'm going to use mine as Drago. Big fan. You should it's on the right size base. <laughs> nice. Is it a 32 or a 40? 40. How our podcast fell apart. You should put <laughs> <in> a 32. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch! <laughs> How dare you bring that? No, up coming to me. up next week on Mob Rules 40 millimeter. No, I was I was joking with Daddy that it came across like um, there's that episode <laughs> of It's Always Sunny where like no, we're going to agree on things now. Je- reason will prevail. <laughs> And then, like, <laughs> I just imagine our conversation, reason will prevail, and all of a sudden, Dice is like, oh, you son of a bitch, I'll fucking kill you, because I'm a 40. <laughs> no one said shit to me about it. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. I want to put mine on 32. It's because I know our terrain setup up here, and it says I can. <laughs> and I'm that guy. Nice. Nice. Um, nice. I bought, so so I played a game against a local guy, Wallace. Uh, I know you did as well, Danny, in this last week, too. I did. And yep. his uh, Nurgle list. Um, I did not win. Uh, there was a couple of, uh, it was a practice game. So there's a one or two, uh, rules errors we found out afterwards there. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of one or two little things. Um, but I think the biggest thing I learned from that, which is a way I hadn't been playing it before was that characters with more than 10 wounds can block me from shooting characters with less than 10 wounds. Um, oh, okay. So what he was doing is he had the, the Forge Royal Great Unclean one, who was called the Bloated, which ironically is now the smallest Great Unclean one. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. But he essentially just ran him into my back line. Uh, and he so was he running put it, his Bloated into your back line? Yep. He was running it pretty much. Friday night game? He, he told me that it was uh, like minus three to hit. So like nothing I had really hit him or did any damage. And he kept healing Why it back he up every turn. Uh, he, he made a small mistake on the minuses uh, and when the minuses happened. Gotcha. Um, but I couldn't do any damage to it. Um, he ran his front line with uh, summon Sloppity Bellpipers and a couple other things that kept on buffing everything, but I couldn't shoot at them because uh, I had mm. this dude right here. Oh, yeah. Uh, so it was a really great play on his part. Uh, I managed to claw some points back. He didn't wrap me effectively or wrap my tactical squads effectively in combat. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was able to pull out there and just wipe out his uh, squads that got me there. So I was re- effectively getting Butcher's Bill every turn. Because uh, he kept bringing Nurglings back. Um, then I dropped down my Night Lords, and uh, Night Lord Lord does what a Night Lord Lord does. Um, and just so murder nine poxwalkers a turn. F- fucking just smashes um, Epidemius in the face with a power Ouch. fist. Like very easily. Uh, that was most satisfying. Um, so I ended up losing that one. Uh, as is the theme for this next couple of weeks, or last couple of weeks here, I lost, but it was a pretty high scoring loss. Uh, I ended up losing that game 30 to 22. Nice. Okay. Um, so I got a, a few points out of it there. Um, and I learned a lot. I say like that character blocking, such a pain in the ass. And there's one or two kind of key points where I'm like, man, I should have moved here. should have done that. Um, another mis- mistake we made, uh, summon nerglings aren't objective secured. So I, I lost some points that way. Um, oh, sure. Right. Just mm. but, but this is the great thing about for me for practice games, right? Because if this had happened like in a tournament setting, I would be pissed. 
Um, but doing it in kind of like a practice environment and kind of learning it, we're both getting familiar with our rules. We're both kind of getting that part right. down. Yeah. Well, and that's it, what practice is Yeah, for. exactly. So, so that was super satisfying. Uh, then after that, we had a tournament, uh, Tier 1 Cards and Games, last Saturday. Yep, um, we did. It was super cool. Really good turnout. I think we had 14, 15 people yeah, show up for it. Um, very good. Uh, I was running uh, Chaos List. It was the second time. No, first time I'd run it because I took all of my Terminators out. And I ran nothing but mutilators instead. <laughs> you so fool. I, I had max mutilators. Uh, it was I very... I that video game. It was in the 80s, right? <laughs> <laughs> it was a Double Dragon sequel. Yeah. 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 Um, it was a rip-off. It was like a knockoff yeah, yeah, of it. Yeah. Yeah. Round one, I played against... in Canada. Andy and his Canadian video games are the worst. Yeah, <laughs> uh, round one I played against Andy and his uh, Farsight Tau. Uh, okay, so it's commander heavy. I still haven't played against Andy. Like Andy we should have been paired like multiple times, so and then somebody fucked it up, so I got paired against somebody else. Andy's a great guy. Like yeah, he, he's really nice. He maintains a great attitude the whole time. Um, I feel it wasn't a great matchup for him, um, and I had some really freaking hot dice round one, um, which really won me the game in, in the first round. Um, I shot my noise marines, uh, so I was 60 shots going into his Yervara with a two-up save. I popped all the buffs on him, so, you know, he was, uh, I got prescient, so they were hitting on twos. Yep. Um, I got the stick of, or the shard, so they were re-rolling all ones, all, all wounds. The lord was there, so they were re-rolling ones to hit. Uh, so against that Yervara, round one, I did 53 wounds nice. uh, with my first nice. round of fire, um, which killed him. Um, he had, uh, it was like, well, I'm going to use a CP to reroll this. So he stays alive. And I'm like, I'm just letting you know for two CP, I will be firing them all again and it will be at the same target. It's like, Oh, okay. And he's killed. Um, that was and bad luck in his part, but at the time it was to show the power of those noise Marines, that max size squad, like two damage, even on a two up save, you can chip enough away to get rid of that. And that Yuvara being gone, was so key for the rest of the game. Yeah, for sure. So he couldn't, uh, I'm not totally familiar with Tau rules, he couldn't slough anything off to drones? Oh, he did. He chose to slough some off and chose to take some on the... Got it. Because the volume of shots coming in, what would have happened? And I told him, I was like, yeah, so this first round of fire, if you slough them off, they'll kill all the drones, and then I'm just going to fire again. Right? And yeah. that's kind of the thing there. And uh, like, I try, like, every time I play Andy, like I said, he's such a great guy. I'm very upfront about kind of my intentions and what I'm doing. Um... And then, so he decided to take some because the two up save, there's no AP. Statistically, he should survive. Mm, yeah. Okay. Right. I mean, I mean, I mean it's a one in, um, for every six dice, he's going to fail one. And right. Take two damage. Right. So. so, so statistically, he shouldn't have, have died right away. He did. I took out a good amount of drones. Um, I made some just key plays, which I'm just so proud of in this game. Uh, my, my Night Lord uh, Warp Talons came down, my Chaos Lord came down. Went in, uh, took out a Riptide in their, their round of combat, consolidated into the commander behind him, but consolidated in a U-shape, and I left my lord in the center of it all. Then at the start of his turn, uh, I used a We've Come For You strategy for 1 CP so his commander couldn't leave combat. Yep. Which means you can't shoot my Warp Talons because they are engaged in combat. You can't shoot the lord because he's never going to be the closest target. And then at the start of his combat phase, my lord heroically intervened. Um, that stratagem, amazing uh, when, mm -hmm. when comboed right. And I did that to two different commanders that game. Um, so a lot of good things. Uh, and by that point, when I've taken out his Riptide, his Yvara, um, the Mutilators came down. It gave me a false sense of how good Mutilators are because all three came down. 
All three made their charges. All three wiped out the unit they were touching. All three consolidated into another. Like, it was just, like, I looked at him, so I was like, I knew, like, these are statistically shitty. This should not happen. But then I come back to it later. It should have. So it was a great game. I ended up winning that one 35-19. Um, I maybe should have submarined a, a little bit more. But you fool. Those mutilators. Oh, God. They were so good. At game two, I played against a good friend, Joe, a teammate, uh, and I played against his Grey Knights. We're going to talk about that game more later. Uh, for reasons, I ended up losing that game 18 points to 38, uh, which still good at, at a certain point. I'm just like, man, I just got to I gotta get my points. So I was kind of started working on I, I picked badly on one of my secondaries. Um, Paladins, real, real strong. They're pretty uh, tough. Paladins mm-hmm. are really tough and really strong. It's, it's a great... Great game. And then uh, round three was against Greg and his uh, Eldar list, which was just... All flyers. Thanksgiving. Uh, so he had three fire prisms, three uh, night spinners, two flyers. He had a couple of... Uh, was that Thanksgiving lasers up your butthole? Yeah. Yeah, okay. it pretty much was. And um, he did a really good job of spreading out and kind of knocking areas I can go. Uh, I was able to get my obliterators down. They took out a couple things. I was able to get my Chaos Lord down. And, and the Chaos Lord and the Warp Talon did stuff. But at the same time, there's nothing in that list that I can charge that I can keep locked in combat. No. Um, at all. No, you, you had to you it, had to kill you know, everything you unless charged. Unless you can get the Rangers. No Rangers. But I did uh, make it to his uh, Farseer. So he had his Farseer and his Warlock and a Jetbike together. Um, I got into combat with those guys. Go to activate my Demon Fist. My thinking is activate my Demon Fist, take out the Farseer. There's no, trap no invulns, right? Right. No, no, you get invulns, but they're flat three damage each, five attacks hitting on threes. Like I, I was fairly confident I could get him done, wounding on twos, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, the Warlock, I can just keep trapped there, and then I'll finish him off next turn. So what happens is I roll a one. For my, my demon save. Or demon thing. Would you then CP'd? I had one CP left. So I had to make a choice. Do I use that to re-roll that one? Yep. Or do I save that to lock them both in combat and hope that I don't get smited to death? So I chose to keep them locked and, and hope that our smite wasn't great. Um, so I, I did enough to kill the, warlor- uh, the warlock because it turns out warlocks are really squishy against chaos lords. Um, so like at that point I turned on my demon weapon it failed I'm like okay well shit I'm going to punch the warlock then killed him uh, the next turn the smites were weak there were one wound each oh that's good uh, you know what's not weak is executioner which ended up taking me out so I'm like okay because I took one mortal wound from the demon weapon not activating yep and then uh, two from w- one of from each of the smites and then two from executioner which wiped me I'm like well shit okay and at that point, uh, and I've said this many times before, it was, okay, how can I maximize my points at this point? And it was Obliterators, who, as Emperor's children, amazing. Because you charge <laughs> them in, they attack first all the time. So right. so what would happen is I would charge things, so I charged the... Obliterators or Mutilators? Mutilators. So okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, Mutilators. Because you said Obliterators earlier, and I thought you didn't have any. The shitty Obliterators. Well, there was right. three in my, my list. So I had three obliterators, nine mutilators. Okay. So I charged the his dark reapers, uh, and then he didn't fire and fade or pull back with them. So I kind of just chewed through that unit. And what would happen is because I would charge things, or heroically intervene, and you're always picking the next activation because your mutilators are going first. Um, I was doing a lot of damage to that stuff. I was like this close to getting this farseer, this close, but then smite. Right. I got smited away. 
but I was being very positive about Smite by that point. So, so it's like, good game. Mutilators can heroically intervene with... Um, no, but if, if I'm heroically intervening or he's charging my units, uh, those guys have to fight first and then my unit fights first. And fights next. Oh, no, I mean, what, what is allowing them to heroically intervene? Nothing. I'm saying if you if you heroically intervene, gotcha. Because of the way the combat phase works, and no, the reason Emperor's Children have the rule that they always fight first, right? Um, like I was just trying to make sure and setting stuff up so that I was picking them at the most adv- advantageous time. So they worked out really well for that. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I ended up losing that game, uh, thirty-two to nineteen. Nice. So there was still a good loss. Um, it made me think I don't have an answer to psychics a lot. Um, I also don't have an answer to armor. So kind of working through some things to take care of that. Um, and then we're good to go. We also have uh, an upcoming event here in Anchorage. Uh, we have a Grim Resolve. Uh, the GT that I organized uh, is happening today or Saturday, uh, depending on when you listen to this. The non-mob rule sponsored GT. The non-mob rule so sponsored what, so GT. So when BCP crashes, don't call us. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who knows? Um, so I mean, we're gonna have so many people; it's probably gonna overload it. We do have. Uh, uh, I, I put on a chat earlier today, and I was like, "There's no greater feeling of relief as an event organizer is seeing your tournament hit the minimum numbers to be what it is." Because what I didn't want to happen uh, was that it not gets a GT. Status. It doesn't get to GT yeah. status, and you're asking someone to spend 14 hours with you um, and for no extra thing. So right now we're at I want to. I mean, there's still extra things. Five games still nets you uh, more ITC points, regardless, but it only counts as an RTT. So it could still be a really high-scoring RTT for you if you win all five. Yeah, so we're currently sitting at 30 registered. I mean, it's nice. gonna, it's going to be Grey Knights that win it anyway. So, Oh, no, wait, Danny's bringing Tyranids. Yeah. So it's going to be Grey Knights that win it anyway. I think you'd do pretty good against uh, Grey Knights. They'll be fine. Yeah, I think you'll do good against that. Um, I yeah, but other people won't against Grey Knights. I, p- I painted up my Demon Prince. Um, yeah, I, he looks good. He looks really nice. I'm happy with how he turned out. Um, I assemble. I started painting my one of my Daredales. I ordered two more last month, and they're, they're coming. Um, uh, I was supposed to bring you the Daredale. I have a Dark Bayon uh, coming that I need to assemble and get painted. Um, That's the one on the... Uh, ghost ship, right? Basically, yeah, yeah, along. yeah, yeah. Um, like my, I misread his rules when I bought him, and I thought that he added plus one to hit, but he adds plus one attack. So I'm like, well, shit, that does me no use for my Daredale. So I moved my <laughs> list around some more. Um, oh, maybe I need one then. Uh, he's yeah, he's really good. I, I'm thinking of like getting a bunch of like dual fist contenders and just cool. having like a little beat squad. Uh, you know, I always, I've actually really always loved the plastic uh, contemptor model it's super like good it, i have like five of them when we all went a little heresy crazy a couple of years ago yeah um and I then i got three unbuilt i uh what else did i do i did a lot i, I built three chaos lords um nice. yep oh, of, cool out of mark three I, I used the vanguard vet kit the mark three kit uh the chaos space marine kit uh just trying to keep them like a little plain but not um, like kind of inspired by what Dave did with your Lord, where it's kind of just like clean, simple. Like I feel, especially as the more I read of like chaos lore and background that they're not going to be sitting there like adorning their armor with runes and stuff like that. And especially with my win loss record, they're going to be mostly new armor that they've scavenged off of people. Cause they keep getting beat the fuck down. <laughs> um, yeah. So. I mean, I, I, so I really wanted to buy heresy jump packs. But the only way to get Heresy Jump Packs from Forge World is to 
you know, buy heresy true, you know, uh, fast attack units to get them. Do it, coward. It's only so $300. too late. Instead, I bought a box of uh, warp talons to steal two jump packs. Yeah. So, I mean, slowly, I have a pack of 10 raptors that in, in my, my chaos collection who have slowly been losing backpacks as my <laughs> conversions <laughs> continue. So, so, I think I'm going to go buy, I think Danny recommended, like, a sanguinary guard squad. Um, they have, like, the really cool the single engine backpacks. Uh, so, I'm going to go... Go yeah. buy some of those. So if anyone is in the the, the market for sanguinary guard without jump packs, I let right. you know, and I'll sell them to you. Yeah, when I went to buy um, my last box of uh, blood letters from uh, tier one, they couldn't break my hundred because it had been a slow day. So I ended up buying a whole other box of raptors. Because you bitch, I tried to buy those on Saturday for backpacks. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. So I have an somehow box I of raptors. somehow I knew it Hilarious. was you. Somehow. Well, you told me you were going to possibly do uh, body uh, honor guard. So in my head, it was a an honor guard was something that wasn't going to cost like for real points or add true power level. It'd be like you know like two two warp talon uh, guys mm-hmm. uh, that kind of just run around with them. You know what I mean? Like yeah. like a, a my small bodyguard. Mine was an Albert called Dale. But there was an apostrophe there, so it was futuristic. Dale. Dale. Hell, Dale Earn Brute Heart. No. Like, because he goes really fast. In the far future, he can And then crashes turn. into it's a It's a NASCAR joke. He can only turn left. Like, there's two people in the South who listen to us who are just, like, slapping their knee real hard right now. How funny that joke was to them. They just called Ma over. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. Sure. Ma, you seem Ma, like you're pretty in tune with the South, John. I'm pretty, so. pretty in tune. He gets um, that newsletter from Seth, actually. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, yeah, I do. So I do. you're Southern now. Oh, yeah. He's That's pretty the much, name of it. He's pretty much, you Al- could say, I'm, an expert. Yeah. I'm Alabama's favorite son. That's why they love me. Not <laughs> Alberta. <laughs> that too, that too. Um, but that's about all I've been up to is kind of like just playing around with weird chaos lists and really kind of taking like the advice that was given to me pre LVO of like don't try and make something super powerful, just make something you think is fun. So that currently is as many mutilators as I can pretty much fit in the list. And you know what? It was fun. Yeah. And something I found out about them, and I think I was telling you about this, Danny, is. People say they're shit. They're not. They're just being used for the wrong role. They're they're harassers. They're a they're, power top. They're harassers. They got me max recon points every game because I have three deep nice. striking small footprint units um, that kind of just can go in there. So I'm getting two points round two for dropping all the shit down. Um, and then also, like, it's really good chaff clearance. Because, yep. yeah, is it going to take yeah. down a tank? Probably not, as I found out. But a troop unit, that's a scary-ass squad to be charged by. Yeah, plus they have two plus saves, which yeah. is nice, yeah. and the five plus invulnerable. So they're not like not they're not like untough. One hundred and five points. I just wish they were T five. Are they three? I wins? wish obliterators. They're three wounds. Yeah, they're great. T four three wounds. Yeah, they're fine. Yeah. So you give up gangbusters? No, yeah. they're infantry, right? Sure. Yep. One yeah. point per squad. Yeah. One point per squad. Max, tack, tack that on with your obliterators. Yep. So my next uh, my next list only has two squads of three in there though, because I, I needed to fit in a demon prince. Why even bother playing if you can't get all nine? Just saying. I needed something to hang out with the Derridales and have give them reroll ones, and somebody wanted to have so three d- Night Lord Chaos Lords, so I had to be a Demon Prince. I, yeah, I mean, I feel like I am entirely too HQ heavy, and and my list is probably going to get welcome to chaos. Yeah, seriously, that's no. Where I, well, I mean, I have two Demon Princes, two Disco Lords, two Chaos Lords with jump packs, and two aspiring champions. So the way Chaos Exalted works, Champions, yeah. Exalted Champions. Sorry. Okay. Though, I mean, the way Chaos works is the HQs buff. Oh, yeah, it is exalted. The HQs buff everything else. I just generally right. assume playing Chaos, I give up Headhunter every game. 
Yeah, I just I look. Though I only have four HQs this time, so who knows? Well, that's good. Yeah. Not if you have three chaos lords in the. Oh, five HQs. You're right. Yeah. Sorry, horrible cheat right here. <sighs> it's okay. We forgive you. Thank you. I don't. Thank you. I'm gonna take him and take him out back and flog him while Danny tells everybody about <sighs> that. What have you been weekend. up to, Danny? Uh man, I've been building so many models. I'm really tired of building models. I yeah, you've like been turning it up, break. right? Well, no, not necessarily that. I also built 30 Sisters of Battle. Oh. All right, because you need Sisters for that tournament. And some Deathwing models. And I built some Chaos models. And I built Tyranids. So I've just been on like a model building like bonanza. So and then like assholes, we <coughs> demanded you paint one of them right away. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, so I painted Chaos Lord. Uh, that was like half painted already from... Because uh, I was going to bring him to like our team tournament list for oh, LVO, right. but then like I was like, yeah, no. <laughs> Hard pass. So <laughs> uh, so I finished painting him. He's my little Night Lord. Was, was that when we figured out that we wanted to just run like illegal amounts of Disco Lords? Yep, that's, that's <laughs> accurate. So That's what yeah. happened. So it, it can't be more than three for both sides, right? Uh, or two. Two, that's right. Two per person. So that's we were going to bring six, but I we wanna only... Run, I want to run four. four. You ran four? Was mm -hmm. it? Yeah. I kind of want to do four, and then just chaos four nights after you, that. You, after running... You, no. Two and two. In the team event? Yeah. Oh, okay. After running four Disco Lords, I'm really happy rule of three is a thing. Yeah, seriously. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was dirty. Oh, I would just have Supreme Commands with Disco Lords of just running across the board if that's what... Yeah, like six or something. Yeah. yeah. Probably a pretty good chunk of dudes. And then a ton of ton of demons. And you could just have day. one Supreme Command of that, and then you could have That's two battalions. just a thousand points. It's less than. For six. Well, less. Yeah, for, yeah, yeah. So, man. Don't math Christ it. for rule of three. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I also played in a tournament, uh, the same one John played in. Um, we played different people, though. Uh, yep, John, I didn't play any of the same people as no. you No, really? I thought I thought you also played... Uh, oh, no, you played Matt, didn't you? No. Oh, I thought you played... I didn't play Great Knights at all. No. Oh, I thought you did. Nope. Uh, so, uh, first round, I drew Aaron. Aaron had uh, Blood Angels. Um, Aaron's kind of a newer player, and I don't know... So, this whole event, I had time issues, and I don't know that it was me, but I can't help but feeling like their common denominator between all these games was also me. Um, and normally I'm a really fast player, but I was playing to the clock every time. So, did you chess clock yourself for any of the games? No, because I didn't bring one. I'm like, I'm not. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I don't. I, I mean, I'm not slow. And well, have you given any thought to just trying to play faster? Yeah, I mean, I was paying attention to how long my rounds were taking, but also I felt like my opponents were taking a long time. So, like, I would, I would, I would well, look up the probably, clock when I started my. You. Maybe it yeah. could have been. Um, so I think maybe just a combo. Yeah, sure. I think your army makes people make a lot of hard choices. Probably. Uh, I, I was playing. Da I think Danny makes people have to make a lot of hard choices. Yeah. Well, it's your mom makes a lot of hard choices. I, I, um, I didn't. That was not in the rim shot was early, just like me and your mom. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> there it is. No, I, I mean that more along the lines of you have a, an established and storied, you know, history playing this game, and people know it's it's a little bit like sitting down and playing uh, Watson. You know, you're an intimidating chess. gentleman, Danny. I guess you're good at the game. I promise, I'm really nice. I mean, you have a coaching service. I do. Like at, yeah. at least he's as big one as his ego. Signed up. I think it was uh, Brick Bavarotti signed yeah. up for your coaching service. Yeah, just one person. 
Um, so I played Aaron. Aaron played Blood Angels. He was playing pure Blood Angels. I think he brought all the special characters. Um, like you do with Blood and Angels. He had three units of Intercessors, three units of Incursors, big unit of Sanguinary Guard, big unit of Death Company. Um, he also had uh, Phobos Captain, Phobos Lieutenant, and a Jump Pack Sanguinary Priest. Um, <coughs> so Aaron kind of, and my army sisters of battle. Um, so I was running double battalion, the sisters of battle. Uh, I had, uh, two big units of arcoflagellants. Um, uh, Love those models. Yeah. So like 66 ers of battle plus a unit of 10, uh, retributors with four multi-meltas. Um, a couple of magifiers, the standard four characters for those battalions. And then I also ran a dark angels, uh, Vanguard detachment with, uh, Semiel on Korax, uh, this is jet bike, and 10 Deathwing Knights, a oh, Deathwing Ancient, and a company champion. But oh, you did Imperial Soup. Yeah, I was just playing Imperials. Nice. So Okay. I thought you played straight Sisters of Battle. No, there's not enough models out, I think, to play it effectively. I mean, there is, but you'd have to get all of the models from the, everybody around Anchorage to be able to do it. I mean, you no, know what I mean? You there's, no, there's no Zephyrim. There's no Sisters of Pancha. Like, all the punch in the army there's, doesn't exist. Well, they still have metal models that are still legal to use. Well, none of... So... The Repentia metal models are impossible to get a hold of, and I'm not like like. And then the Zephyrim are a brand new unit; they don't exist yet. Okay. So, anyway, he's not a crazy enough man to stick a power sword in the tiniest of hands. But not on a metal model, and I don't want to. I don't. Anyway, um, so I played. Uh, so by the so we only got to turn four, but uh, by the end of turn four, um, all he had left was. Uh, so all he had left was 10 intercessors and two units. So I think if we would have played another turn, I would have wiped him off the table. Okay. Uh, no, we only had six. Sorry. He had one one at squad at one guy because Celestine came over and smacked down uh, four, of the, four of them out of that squad. And then there was one squad of five that I hadn't touched yet. How, how is Celestine playing uh, with the new Codex? She's fun. I mean, because I, I was running her with um, Custodes and I was running her solo by itself with custodes uh, before they made the change in the chapter approved, what, 2018 for the, when they put out the beta codex and it changed, well, they the, changed way they the, the way the act of faith yeah. works. So yeah. So she, yeah, she's, I mean, she's not, you don't fly her across the table 24 inches anymore. Okay. So, which is fair. Cause that was stupid. Stupid. So awesome. Um, I did make a 24 inch buy a, a Celestine model, uh pro painted. It's going to be on eBay very soon, by the way. Thanks. Yeah, it's you know you, why don't you do that, Dave, and then we'll add it to the pro painted section on our Patreon uh, Discord. My yeah. favorite section, by the way. <laughs> so it's all almost changing from pro painted to awful, uh, great execution but awful taste. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, no. Anyway, no, so <laughs> uh, I won this game uh, twenty three to fourteen. Um, it was uh, so like I think if I would have had another two turns, I would have maxed out primary on both of those turns. I think I would have gotten five points each turn. Um, yeah. And then, uh, round, uh, two, I play against Cody Morse. Cody brings, uh, a Raven guard army. So with the new space bring nerf being in effect, um, he could no longer bring 18, 18 centurions, um, that come, uh, like come down like, you know, uh, nine inches away from your deployment zone. Yeah. Yeah. That, which is good. Everybody likes that. So instead it was a unit of, Sorry, I just kind of stopped cheering. Okay. 
uh, a unit of five uh, Assault Centurions that got the free game pre-move, and then a unit of four Deep Striking Devastator Centurions, and then six Aggressors that did get the free infiltrate up the table with a captain. And so he put those on top of a building, and I kind of like took pot shots at him with Multimeltos, but I didn't, I didn't try and do anything. Um, this game went... I think it went pretty good for me, but like I just had a couple of instances where I just couldn't seal the deal and I played kind of bad, I guess I could have. So anyway, the game, this, this game is ended in a draw. It was 24 to 24. Um, I think we went to turn five in this game and not turn six, um, which is fine. Like to go into turn five is fine. Um, but I, I just, I couldn't quite, uh, like finish off the units and like I couldn't get into his firebase very well. Uh, and I don't know. Uh, just just a just a comedy of errors. Like I had a cannoness with a blessed blade, which is basically a, a paragon sword. Mm-hmm. So it's like strength five minus three AP, D three damage. I could not kill one intercessor with her, which was a real shame. And she hits on twos, real and ones. So I should have used some faith points. Um, to like assure that my wounds were going to go through mm-hmm. like instead. Yeah. So that was my bad. I should have done that. So my mistake there. Um, but that would have, that would have twisted the game three points in my favor. Cause I would have gotten kill, kill more and right. hold more that turn. Um, oh, and he wouldn't have gotten hold the center for the bonus point. So that was like a four point swing for yeah. one guy. Which was a bummer. That happens sometimes. Sometimes you roll a one on damage. Sometimes you know you just can't kill that two in model, which is too bad. Um, so my bad. Uh, I should have. Uh, I should have been a little bit smarter about my play there. And that's kind of the inexperience of the army. Uh, the Deathwing Knights were pretty cool this game. They came in and uh, really messed up the Assault Centurions, um, and then took all the fire from his Devastator sense. <laughs> and then there were three. Um, all right. Oh. And then uh, last game I played uh, Eric. Eric brought. Uh, uh, an Eldar list and so it's funny to me like how in our meta like these Eldar lists kind of take form and they're like different than you would typically see in the meta I would say like three fire prisms is not something a lot of people bring but everyone here seems to bring three fire prisms and three night spinners like Man, super strong I don't really get it fire prisms suck I don't know why people take those super strong uh, it's, it's for really the, it's no I, I mean it. they take it for the same reason that you get three flyers in a Necrom list. I mean, for that one, you know, that young chance of, of hopefully dropping some. Well, I think. Yeah, but damage. it just kills one unit. It's like that no, unit but I is mean, dead. Yeah. And I'm then it's saying, like. But you can, if you've got a bunch, like this, boom, knight. You can take down but a I knight. But I think a, a do lot of it. You don't have to. Like, no, right. But that's what know. they're it's, doing. It's bad. For that. It's, I don't think it's good. Well, anyway. Eric plays against a, a buddy who is running Admech with knights. So it's probably something that he's adapted to because that's his practice partner regularly to okay. be able to, to do. Um, so, uh, he had like the vehicle heavy list, three night spinners, three, three of those three planes, uh, and then three squads of five Rangers that deep struck in and some characters and 10 dark reapers. Um, so in this game, so this game, I didn't, I don't think I shot with my sisters and I didn't think, I don't think I really shot with them in the game previous, like at all. Like I just didn't shoot any shots with them hardly. Uh, cause like I have, I just was advancing them most of the time. Um, this game was a uh, contest of champions, so you had to get characters on the center of the board. My army has nine characters in it, so I did my damnedest to get all of my characters onto the objectives like as soon as possible. 
Um, but again, like I was playing very sloppy this game, and I was because I was trying to speed through the turns. I think we may have gotten to turn five on this game as well, but I'm not 100%. Um, I couldn't. Uh, I, I won this game. I won this game 27 to 24, so it was really close. Um, but that doesn't really indicate how, like, I really, really, I, I crushed his spirit. Like, on turn three, the, the Deathwing Knights came down, and he's like, Welp, that's pretty much game. Like, he couldn't do anything. He, he could just couldn't do enough wounds to them. He tried to jinx them, and then I used the Watcher in the dark to, like, get rid, to, like, stop the jinx on a three mm-hmm. plus. It just doesn't affect them. And then, uh, uh, they came in, and on the next turn, I didn't make the charge when they char- when they came down, but I did make it the next turn, and they killed four tanks in one turn. So, like, <laughs> it, was br- it was it was brutal. They they did work. Um, so yeah, so uh, again, uh, like last round, I made some mistakes. I didn't. I I could have moved my characters a little bit better to get a bonus point again, but I didn't. Um, so. Uh, just like things I have to learn if I'm going to play an army similar to this again to be a little bit cleaner and play a little bit better so that I can make sure that I maximize my points. Okay. So, yep. Yeah. Nice. And then you played a game against Tyson for funsies? I played a game against Tyson for funsies. Uh, that was pretty fun. I took a weird list. I've been taking 20 Chaos Terminators of various kinds, uh, 10 Scarab Cult and 10 normal Chaos Terminators. Um, and that was fun. We had a good time. Um, and then I also played uh, the same guy that John played against Wallace, and I got my face punched off. Um, I don't know what I would have done differently that game. Probably brought a better army. I was going to say, <laughs> m- my proudest <laughs> moment is I scored more points Wasn't and it lost your league than game, Danny. though? No. Oh, I thought that was Oh, the, I played the in the league game and lost. I lost this week to Custodes. Ugh, what a heartbreaker. Like, I lost this game because I double ones to charge. And I didn't spend the CP to do the 3D6-inch charge on the Night Lords. I should have done that. That was stupid. Uh, all I need... Th- he had a unit of three uh, Alaris Terminators left. Mm. Um, and I was charging out of Ruins, so I got the plus one to hit stratagem there. Mm-hmm. Um, they had prescience on them already. Um, so they were hitting on twos with exploding uh, fours. fours. <laughs> but I really wanted to make sure that I, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know why. Uh, I should have spent the point on that, and they would have made the charge, and then I would have killed them. But I didn't, and they didn't. So I re-rolled uh, a one into a one. like So I double ones the charge. Oh. Nice. Then I rolled a one into another one. And so I was like, okay, well, cool. And that lost me the game because I, could I couldn't take down uh, like the two or three Alaris that were left. Like, it was just too much to ask for the rest of my army. Yeah. So, yep. So, tough. Productive was, for everybody, then. Yeah. Heartbreaking, but busy couple of weeks for everyone. And, for sure. And it looks like an even busier couple of weeks coming up right here. Um, so, in order to prepare for that, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back and talk about something else. Heck, yeah. Do you have a single wound? A standard bolt gun? Having trouble maintaining an acceptable Xenos kill count? Only barely over two meters tall? Maybe it's time to ask your lieutenant if the Rubicon Primaris is right for you. The Rubicon Primaris is a prescription process that helps you to update that tired look. You may notice an increase in your purging abilities after two to within two to four hours. You may experience loss of life, additional organs, and a points increase. Do not take the Rubicon if you plan on fitting into rhinos, drop pods, or other traditional vehicles. The Rubicon Primaris is not intended for second founding chapters. 
The Rubicon Primaris is for use on genetically enhanced super soldiers over the age of 800 only. You are encouraged to report negative side effects to your company's apothecary. The Rubicon Primaris. Because sometimes plot armor is just not enough. And we're back. And we're too excited about this whole thing. Um, as I completely forgot what we're going to be talking about. Uh, part of We're talking about friendship and magic together with chain swords and slaughter. I'm protecting against Corona. Oh, um, thanks. That yeah. wasn't a Corona, guys, by the way. That was a White Claw. Yeah, but he's got Did corona you see, by the fish. way, that um, Corona actually just advertised that they're releasing a Corona seltzer water? Really? Yeah. <laughs> this seems like a poor time it's to just launch. just regular Corona in a tinier can. <laughs> launch anything um, from, from that oh, company. Per person, just as a kind of a, an aside uh, for people so they know the, the level of intelligence of a lot of the people in this country, 38% of Americans won't drink Corona because they believe it will oh transmit the coronavirus. It's just what they're saying so here. that their friends don't judge them because <sighs> Corona tastes like crap. So... Um, real quick, I want to touch on a couple of things here to do with ITC. Uh, the mission's finalized. Uh, the 2020 season is in. Um, we still are missing three missions, I believe. We should hmm. be coming out here soon. Um, but the secondaries are finalized. There's a little cleaning up on some of the terms. Um, Sappers got pulled back a little bit. Dave, you, you were gesticulating wildly. No, no, no. I, I'm... I've I've got to pull them up really fast. I I had a thought that I uh, on something that I wish they would change. What in, do you wish they would change? Days. Well, some wording on one of the things. This there. is like a oh free, okay. It's a free form discussion right yeah, here. We're not so going to go through each of them. It's kind of where we think. I'm going to find it first. So born for greatness. All right. Oh yeah. I'd okay. Take that against me. It says begin and end a battle round wholly within your opponent's deployment zone. Mm -hmm. So if I deep strike into your deployment zone uh, and you're going second, right? Right. Um. And I deep strike, or no, I'm sorry, I'm going second. Okay. And I deep strike behind a building, you know, out of way. Well, you're deep striking in midway into the battle round anyway. Yeah, I'm deep striking in on my turn, right? Mm -hmm. Second. So if I deep strike then, and I'm a hidden fairly well, then got the guy in there, at the start of my turn, then I get the point for it. Because, it, I mean, it's two different battle rounds, but it doesn't say must be the same battle round or not. Does that make sense? I think it's implied that it has to be the same battle round. Yeah, but it doesn't say And if say someone it. tried to pull that bullshit Wait, on me. Wait, say that one more time. Okay. Begin and end a battle round wholly within your opponent's deployment zone. So battle round one, battle round two, battle round three. That's, I, I think that's pretty clear. Yeah, I really think the intention there. I, and I'm, I'm wishing they would clean it up just a tiny bit to say a single battle round. It's a single, it's a, instead of a battle round, begin oh, and the end. The word is single. Yeah, clean it up. Yeah, just a little. That was one of those things. I was like, well, I mean, I would just speaking if I to get that point. I would just hide in a corner someplace, and you know. Yeah, speaking of born for greatness, though, uh, Andy the tile player took it against me with one of his uh, with his cold star commander, and after three turns, I'm like, buddy, I don't think born for greatness is really good at all because it's around ground three. We're sitting; he's on zero born for greatness points on his commander, and then in literally one turn, scored three points on it. Yep. Yeah. It uh, can. It can happen. Yeah. It's a big swing one. And for me, it was like a big one for me because when I'm playing a game or I'm getting ITC points, I want to see like instant results, or especially with these new secondaries, which score so quickly and so highly. Um, I think Born for Gradients is a weird one where you're going to score all of them in a very short amount of time where you're not going to score it at all. Sure. Yeah. So, but, but like in some situations, like Cold Star Commander, I think is really good for it. Yeah. Uh, Chaos Lord, I could see being yeah. good for it. Yep. 
Like um, a smash captain. Like a smash captain or something could be good for it. Yeah. Um, but very, very situational. But when it goes off, oof. Yep. Super good. Danny, what's your favorite secondary now? Um, I really like King of the Hill. I've been having a lot of fun with that with a Citrus Army. That was pretty well, good. Well, you're playing a very large uh, multi-model count army right now currently so it gives you a lot of options to have king the hill well yeah but you can't have too big a squads right like you can't do like it's not a good one for tyranids i don't think um because with a 30-man squad takes up a lot of space so it's hard to get them entirely within nine inches especially if you want to get four units in there and score the double double point in yeah so i I could see that and like with the sisters it's easy it's very easy and we do have multiple yeah. uh, objectives now that do let you double score. I know another one I took all weekend and maxed out all weekend was Recon, which yep. now is yeah. uh, if you have two units in each table quarter, after turn two, you get two points, which means turn three, you're, if you are a deep strike heavy army, uh, you are essentially maxing out Recon. Sure. Turn two. Yeah, and I'm, I'm looking or at turn three even. behind enemy lines for when I start fully playing with the corn because my whole objective is to just get those guys across the table as fast as possible and into your deployment zone and stomp your face in hopefully so but i like that the secondaries now seem to be adjusting play styles a little bit sure um and armies too I think. And, and armies as well whereas like yeah you're you're rewarded for kind of not having a static gun line so much anymore there's still an option to do that and you still score points from having like a static gun line style army but not as quickly um and especially this edition of, of 40k where everything dies so quickly you want to rack up as many points as quickly as possible and one of the reasons my losses were like are generally 18 and 24 points is my mm-hmm. score and i lose is because i'm able to rack up secondaries super quickly um so i really like that aspect of it there too yeah i i can see that um you know if like if i had to look through uh, if I'd been using these secondary these secondaries at LVO with the list that I had, I probably would have had engineers every turn, um, or not engineers, but uh, you know so- something that I could take because I, the list that I have it's difficult with n- a very difficult maneuver secondaries. Mm-hmm. Like I would have just been losing four points every turn with that because I'm not going anywhere. Um, kill, you know, I would have probably taken butchers and mark for death or something along those lines just and sure. score those out, but. In every game that I played, I did take all kill secondaries beforehand. So, I mean, I I like what they want to do with it. I don't like being forced into having to play um, to, a, to, a I, game. No, 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 no. I the thing I I dislike is that some people like to play stuff that you know is that's what they do their their mo- their favorite models are tanks so they want to sit and shoot their tanks you well know? yeah but tanks have treads dave they can move around the table not not as fast as other stuff but uh, like I, arguably a lot faster no, than other no, stuff they move like 12 inches you want to shoot if you're so if you're playing imperial guard and you want to get all your shots up and stuff you're not advancing you're moving half distance you're doing a bunch of depending on what you got going on you see what i'm saying but like, yeah but do, okay so counterpoint dave do you see how it may not be fun to play against an army that just sits in its deployment zone and doesn't actually move around the table no because i because oh. that's most of his armies that's what i like up to until do this point right. here. it's fun for me um no i i, I get it i i get that but a lot of that was the previous, you know, interactions with with the way that the Space Marine stuff worked pre FAQ. Now that stuff is, I mean, no, that has nothing to do with it at all. Like it doesn't have anything to do with the way that the army works, David. It has everything to do with how the army plays. Like it's not, 
Okay, it's well, not fun uh, to play against an army that just puts you on a timer where like it's like okay, well if you can't get to me in two in three turns, you just lose. Like that's not like because there's no there's no like skill involved in that. Yeah, like you just I'm sit there and shoot at somebody. Like you don't have to move around. You say, "Oh, this thing's closer. I'll shoot at that so until it's dead." And then I'll shoot this at this until it's dead. All right. Now the threats are dead. Now I don't have to actually like think about what I'm shooting. I'll just shoot whatever I need to or slowly so that I make sure I get enough points. Like so the fact that they've changed that impetus and put it onto something that's like requires you to actually go out and achieve things, like actually play the game instead of hanging out in your deployment zone. Like I think is I think that I think that's a win-win for everybody. Right, except that you're dictating what some you know you're dictating somebody's army with this. Like well, some, like literally, some people just like to play that sort of list. Well, they can totally play that kind yeah. of list and if they want to. Well, here's the thing, and like just kind of piggyback on that into transition to our next thing here. It's a two-player experience, and while that is fun for some people, it doesn't make an exciting, engaging, or interesting game for for two people. Right. So if you have like your little parking lot, that's fun for you. But I know from experience, trying to run into that parking lot is not a fun experience. Um, and, and it kind of sours, in general, the experience. I mean, do you see how, like, okay, so well, if you just have somebody that rolls dice at you, right? And they, like, they, ro- you, they roll dice at you, you roll saves, and then take off models. There's no, like, give and take there. It's all take. I mean... Right, maybe you've seen how I roll, Danny. You watched me earlier this evening. I roll like shit, so well, it's less oh. less give and take. Okay, but what I, what I'm saying so that is was that was a mission I designed no, no, to I, not no, John, take dice into account. <laughs> yeah, I still failed at it. Um, I mean, I still failed at it. Mm-hmm. The all, what I'm saying is is that they the new missions. I like them. Sure, okay? and I I like what they they're doing, but they're rewarding. Um, a completely different play style that some people don't like to play. So it's not fun for them either. You've, you've taken it from being f- fun for one side to fun for the other side, if that makes sense. You're right. Playing against a parking lot army isn't always fun. It's some never fun. Uh, I mean... No, it's never fun. Like, I never want to play that against army. against a parking lot. Okay, but that was because I was playing a parking lot. It didn't bother me to play against a parking lot. What I'm saying is, is that you've made it so that but where's like the like I just I just don't I don't understand I don't understand like where's I mean, the give and take here like like you guys like there's five objectives on the table but you guys are hun- you're hunkered around one objective like because you're not moving into the middle of the table into no man's land like there's no sorties there's no like there's no actual movement here I just I I don't like to me that's that that seems like the most boring thing in the world like we don't even have to set up models. We can just say, all right, I got these guys, you got these guys, let's roll dice at each other until they die. How do I make my models look pretty and put them on I the mean, table? it goes back to LVO a couple of years ago where they played a game where they rolled a dice, the guy didn't get to go first, and then he conceded. Yeah, that was... Oh. Um, what, what, where was that? Was that wasn't that LVO like two or no. three years ago? Mm, no, was, I don't think so. Maybe it was. But I mean, that's kind of know. where it was yeah, heading. No, I, I hear you, though. You're 100%. It's, it's where it was heading again. And it kind of it transitions away from... Um, ITC secondaries and into my kind of little take on sportsmanship on this stuff here because I played on Saturday on my second game against um, what I would consider for me to be running into a parking lot uh, over and over except instead of a parking lot it was just a brick wall that I was running into over and over except I wasn't running I was on a treadmill and it was just continually smashing me in the face against a wall 
Um, with my Chaos Army, with the Demon keyword, I played against new Grey Knights um, and their Tides uh, and, and such things like that. Uh, I played against Joe. He, he's been a friend for years. Uh, I've played against him several times. Great guy. We had fun at the table with me telling him how bullshit his army is. As you know, as, as friends do. Right. Between one and the other. When, like, you know, he's things like, oh, that's flat four wounds off this smite from this little unit. Like, cool, that's just 100 points off the table. That's just pretty bullshit. Right. Um, and then, like, things that happen, we're like, I'm going to roll to cast. I get plus three to my cast. I'm like, why the fuck do you get plus three to your cast? And he shows me all the things that make him do it, and he failed. I'm like, oh, well, it looks like it doesn't matter. It's like, oh, but this relic means I re-roll all failed psychic tests. And I'm like, this is fucking bullshit it was my response because again in the psychic phase i'm removing a quarter of my army every turn um so in that experience my i was having fun joe was having fun i was not winning that game however to the other 12 people in the room there was one very angry man well there was two very angry men okay because my (laughs) one of our other friends taylor was also paired up against gray knights yeah. Um, oh, well, Taylor starts off angry, though. And I think what happened as well as me and Taylor were G-ing each other up with our uh, combined bullshittery. Um, <laughs> were you guys yelling back and forth? Yeah. Dude, did he just do the plus three and re-roll? Yep. Yep, just did. God, that's bullshit. Honestly, pretty much. And like because me, Taylor, and Joe are all kind of, again, on the same team, and we know each other, and we have that relationship, for us, that was fun. That wasn't fun for Taylor's opponent who doesn't necessarily know that relationship or know that Taylor, you know, is is not offended at him. Um, for the other 11 people there, they don't know that stuff there. So I want to kind of talk a little bit about sportsmanship and, and I kind of guess presentation of self. Because that is honestly the first time I've been talked to about a judge. Be like, hey, man, you can't get that angry at a table. I'm like, oh, I wasn't angry. Having fun. So, okay, but the presentation of it. Um, Dave, you ever had a time where you're at the table where, where you've kind of let everything is gone and you're just like pissed off and you're presenting that kind of behavior that I was presenting so poorly on Saturday? Um, I mean, I'm 100% sure I probably have. I mean, we, we all have bad games where things just don't go their way or somebody, you know, like I've, I've had opponents that just bitched and incessantly moaned and not in the good way. Just like they just bitched and complained sure. how bullshit everything was, no matter what I was playing sure. at the time. Whether you know whether it was a custodes and Celestine or whether it was I mean there's there's some players up here that no matter what army you're playing it's bullshit so oh yeah yeah for sure what about you Danny anything oh, yeah, you can sure. think of yeah yeah just just yeah. run an imperial guard nothing but just guard squads and uh, company commanders that's it that's all I've got so your army's bullshit how many last guns do you have that's so much bull- <laughs> <sighs> but I think for me it was just a great reminder of again and it's something I say a lot to people who are in my situation but. We're playing with little plastic toys. Yeah. And just kind of chill out a little bit there. Did I get smited for 50 wounds in one turn? Yeah. Did it suck? Yeah. But at the same time. Man, Taylor was playing custode, so he even had like an innate smite mortal wound save. Huh, six. I mean, better than John had, which was zero. Um, it's It's still rough. But I mean, again, what it did was it made me go and like afterwards i sat and really thought about it i kind of did some reflection about like how i presented myself and it was just like well to like to picture that john at the break was sitting outside on like a rock just like thoughtfully thinking 
staring yeah. off. Well, one of the things you have to remember, too, is especially if you're part of a gaming club or a group, like your actions don't necessarily just reflect you. It also reflects your team as well. Very so true. Like, like, I guess that was probably my, like, main concern. And it wasn't just you. It was also one of our other teammates. And, like, like, and I get it. Like, I get that it's not fun to have a game where you're just, like, you're getting models removed from the table, right? Like, that sucks. It's not, it's not fun. So, and, like, I, I totally get why that's a frustrating experience. Um, but at the same time, like, you know, I know that you guys are both better than that, right? Like, oh, yeah. Like, for, for sure. sure. So, uh, you know, and it's. Yeah, and, and not everybody can understand that you are joking and still sure. having a good time. Sure, 100%. Right, right. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, I mean, but it made me go out. Uh, I redid my list. I added more psychic defense. And then I started thinking about it. What could I have done better? Like, mm -hmm. well. Maybe not putting my blitz being the closest thing to a smiting unit. Yep. So they're only mm -hmm. taking two cultists away a turn instead of one entire obliterator. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Maybe I do this. Maybe I do that. Instead of wallowing in the bullshit of a list, figure out how to make it better. Three how to change with it. crowns. Yep. I Tripled I, knock. I've literally, <laughs> like, that's one of the reasons. Try knock. I've, I've, <laughs> Try knock. I've literally added a noctilith crown to my list. Like um, the power. Cool. Just because it's 80 points. It's only a 17% chance of apparels overall, but that's Still way it. better. Um, and then what that meant is for my Derrideos that I'm taking, I didn't have to pay for the invulnerable upgrade because they all get invulnerables. Well, they already have a five up invulnerable. So. Well, they don't have the bubble, right? Because you have to pay for that upgrade bubble for the, the Hellforged Derrideo. Oh, sure. You right. would do yeah. that instead of the rockets? So I, I have rockets on all of them because I have the Noctilith crown. Oh, okay. Yeah. So so anything that's back there can just get the five up and vulnerable from that. Sure. Um, but yeah, so I added psychic defense. I added more cultists to run in and use as a screen. And kind of, again, I thought rather wallowing in what made that lose so quickly. I looked at why did I lose so quickly? Mm -hmm. It wasn't rules. It wasn't Joe's army power. It was my poor in-game decisions. And I think coming to that realization was more healthy for me than wallowing in the Grey Knights or bullshit. Sure, I so get that. I think that's a great lesson for can us all to learn. Yeah, I, I'm not. I didn't play in the games, but can I wallow in the great answer bullshit? I just because I tradi I traditionally play like no anti, no psychers, no anti psychers, no none of that stuff. I just go, I'll be fine because great knights haven't been around forever, and then they got a really nice PA, and now they're everywhere, and I'm just like they're very good. Well, neat. I, I think what's important to learn is we shouldn't wallow on. I lost because that other army was better. I think we just need to focus on I lost because I wasn't good enough. Sure. And I, that's, well, I mean, that's not... That's the most motive... Not, not good enough. That's not the that most motivational enough. thing I can I leave everyone that's with. So is you, Honestly, you didn't lose because that army other was better. It's because you weren't good enough. But you can get better. Get that on uh, a t-shirt. With, with, with or just roll better, guys. Yeah. yeah have you I was going to say, with, with <laughs> Danny's coaching roll, service. Just don't roll twos. Uh, yeah. Danny, do you want to take us to break here by, by telling us the basic uh, principle of your coaching service? All right. So rule number one is don't roll bad. You've mastered the art of the Stanley. You've downloaded the ITC Battles app. You've loaded your dice to guarantee your charge. Now perfect your game with mob rules measuring accessories. Made of the finest acrylic and carrying the skill of the Danny. The tactics of the Dave, and something positive about John. Get yours now at hammerheadgames.net. All right, boys, it's time for 
week two, no, phase two, I guess, of our narrative campaign. So earlier tonight, uh, on a video that won't be uploaded because the camera was shakier than the Blair Witch Project. Um, <laughs> you kept get rushing me into a corner. Uh, and then also the camera was like, I had to flip the camera. So we always put Dave in the corner. Poor, poor camera work around. I'll probably put it up on the Patreon site because uh, it's already there. So why not use it? Yeah. <laughs> you paid money for shitty qualities. Yeah, um, in your boys. face, suckers. Here you go, boys. Here's your $1 a month worth. Uh, maybe I do it so it's only available for the dollar a month here. And if you pay $5 a month, you don't see the video. That's That's fair. <laughs> oh, no. You have the choice. I mean, the, you have the all choice. The, thanks to our hard work, uh, all the Canadian Patreon listeners can finally get White Claw. You know, oh, yeah, I know. So I saw that. And thank welcome. you for the listener who a, uh, sent us that message today, so showing the crazy lines for the shitty drink that I love so much. Well, they got to stuck up before the coronavirus takes everybody out. That's right. True. That's yeah. right. And we all have to drink Corona. Sorry, COVID-19. Yes, they're calling it that now. I'm sure the CEO of Corona was like, please stop calling it that. They might be suing. I could see that. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so what happened earlier tonight was narratively my chaos demon prince, uh, Sabaturn, it, it, after the destruction of Cadia, all of the ships and the fleets are kind of hanging out in the, the empty space, kind of high-fiving each other, you know, like, hey, good job, well done. And Sabaturn invites two other chaos lords onto his vessel to kind of broker a deal. How does a ship high-five at somebody else? No, everyone's high-fiving each other within the ship. Uh, and I'm inside the recently captured Imperial Fist Strike Cruiser, uh, Justinian's Pride, uh, and I try and, and thing. So these guys come across in a little boarding torpedoes. They shoot in, come say hi, um, and then right as they enter the room and we're about to broker a deal, I teleport out. I'm like, peace the fuck out of that ship. Peace, bitches. It's really, really offensive. I think you're going to get a crack grenade and an improved bolt pistol <laughs> next time we meet. I don't know. It depends if I lose my crack grenade or not. Why I died. You? You didn't die. You so, escaped. So an auto bolt pistol, you probably, you might just uh, miss something because you're floating in space being recovered. Um, but I, the, um, so the destruction, self-destruct timer started counting down. Uh, Semperturn was teleported away. And then the non-sexual moans of the dead. Mm. <laughs> important, <laughs> important <laughs> note because I right. gave them the narrative, uh, the, the narrative cue of uh, you start hearing moans. Like, well, it's not Slanesh, so we're fine. Like, yes. Um, I mean, boxwalkers were people, too. I mean, they could be out there knocking boots. That's fair. So I set up a a Space Hulk board um, with kind of like a map layout. And instead, for the blips, the blips were uh, D6 plus whatever number in the blips of boxwalkers that showed up. And they had to fight their way back to the pods. And they could either work together and take two separate pods in an orderly fashion to leave, or they could fuck each other over uh, and go. Surprisingly. Oh, I thought you said that. The first once the first pod leaves, then I uh, know only one of the pods because of the way that they were docked. Right, it would back into it. If you took the other pod first, the other one can go as well. I uh, I missed that then. No, I, w- I would have done that. I thought we were racing, both racing for the same it's pod. It's the no corn lord in you. That's fine. You could also be like, "Hey, buddy, come it's on okay. in." He was a coward anyway. There was there's space there's you space for five in this bucking. pod technically. Um, we'll see who's cowardly on the field of battle. Well, yeah, it, w- it was a lot of fun. Um, we'll see who's dead on the field of battle, and it's going to be you. I don't think Danny okay. has any frag grenades left in his inventory because he used, I used them so many. So many. Yeah. Um, tallies. Danny killed about thirty poxwalkers on his way to almost escape, um, before Dave heroically jump packed over him and parkoured into a pod and flew away, uh, destroying parkour, the other parkour. pod. Uh, so right now, uh, on his way out, Danny. Uh, Murderified a dark apostle. Yep. 
uh, recovered a relic tome, yep. um, which is going mm-hmm. to, uh, I believe, probably give his lord a once a game use of a dark apostle power. Ooh, that's spicy. I think that that's bullshit. Sorry, man. You should have killed him. I well, so he so the dark apostle started on the board, but then you removed it. So I thought we weren't doing those. Yeah, and I was like, all right, I'm not going to worry about it because. But I, I, totally I, I think that I think that's a good thing, like a one use dark apostle power. Yeah, like could you make be. a little prayer to the dark gods there. Uh, Dave uh, took my astropath away. Because um, I'm a dick. Because you're a dick. Uh, he, you ignored the super smite because of my amazing dice rolling because I wanted you to survive. I'm going to say Corn wanted you to survive. That, that's it. Yeah. Um, you did roll an eight. I did roll an eight. Ooh. Um, ominous. So, ominous. Yeah. So I believe for, yeah, let's just keep this going. For, for killing uh, a heathen psyker for Corn. Um, then you get a once a game or once a campaign use of the corn dark, dark apostle power. Oh, that's cool. That's a really good one. I would prefer a deny actually. You want one, one yeah. deny the witch. Yeah. A free, you a can free have free a deny one the free deny the witch. Okay. I, I think it fits more to it. Like corn rewards yeah? for killing. Fine. Uh, that's good. Danny, would you like to try and barter for you to have something different? No, I think I'm dark good apostle with power is actually probably yeah. way better for him. Yeah, a one use dark apostle power. Yeah. Because you were reading the secret bleeding on fire book that comes from there. Uh, me, because <laughs> I lost uh, my dark apostle, I can no longer take a dark apostle in my army. Um, and then, well, you can just not that one, right? Just, just you roll one up. Yeah, if I roll, you don't one get up. a free one. I don't get. A, I could have got a free one if he didn't die, but he did. Right. And then, because my navigator died, um, I can't take any vehicles because he is, was navigating uh, the reinforcements uh, onto the ship. Hmm. Or, for, or into the system for me. So I'm infantry only for this week, regardless of what it says. So it comes up with heavy support. Guess I'm taking those obliterators cause, or Havocs. Oh, dang. Or mm. something. Oh, what a bummer. Jeez. Well, you know Rough. me. I'm all about that uh, Vindicator Rough. life. The way your mother likes it, Trebek. <laughs> so, so right now we're going to roll to see what's added to our army this week. And, of course, this uses the 2019 chapter-approved random army generator. Dave as the winner of the mission. Uh, goes last. You will go first. Damn it. So go ahead and roll for your dice. So tell me which right. one is ones, which one is tens. Yeah. All right. So um, black is. Uh, and sorry to our listeners. There's no amazing dice mic work this week. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, black is ones. All right. So <laughs> how many putting your microphone there? Jesus Christ. Well, that sounded pretty good. Yeah. It's, it's, it's uh, better it than like this. 15. The setup one. Oh, oh, no, I'm sorry. 51. 51. Uh-oh, Dave. You got a lot of shit to do. <laughs> Crap. All right, so you Wait. got one champion unit. All right, so that's an HQ. So I already have or that. Or three troops choices. Or one fast attack. Or one elite. Or one heavy support. So this time around, I can have three troop choices. You could actually make a battalion if you wanted to. Um, I, no, because it said ors on all those. Yeah, units. one champion or three troops or one elite or one heavy support. And the champion is a character unit that is not a vehicle or monster. Okay. So I need to paint up so something. T- so right <laughs> now, Dave, what are you choosing? Uh, well, I, can I? In fact, let's let's all roll it and then we'll yeah, come back. Can I, can and I then we'll all right, go ahead and roll. Here. Yeah. Yeah. You go can tell it. me what I get. Yeah. Okay. So then, uh, black is tens in my in mine here. Okay. So Danny. <laughs> oh, Danny, I said fifty-one. I got a conqueror unit or two fast attack units. That's what my choice was. Oh, sure. Whatever, Dave. All right. Oh, that, that's What'd real convenient. Let me see. What do you got? Uh, I got a 41. 14? 41? Okay. 41 
is one champion unit or up to two elite units. So, um, let's see here. Uh, elite units. All right, I'm going to think about this for a second. Yeah. You think about that while I roll my dice here. Uh, so you said one champ or two elites? Yep. All right, so that's for Danny. And then me, we're going to do same as whatever Danny just did. 33. Doesn't matter what I roll, which one was which. Hmm. Two troops or one champion? Uh, uh. So what's a conqueror unit? A conqueror unit is... Just so you know, Dave. Yeah, because I don't have the any unit with the HQ battlefield role. <gasps> All right, looks like I'm bringing. It looks like your disco lord's coming. Looks out like to I'm play. bringing a disco lord this week. Should be fun. And your your champion is just non monster, non vehicle HQ or character, right? Uh, he, uh yeah. yeah, yep. So it looks like John with the big L in that role this week. <laughs> I don't know. I think troops are really valuable in this. They they could be. Depends on on how we. Uh, Looks like this guy's taking forty pox walkers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna need you to roll sixty six plus nine to over see here. Like, see if you can get that many. Okay, <laughs> um, right. so Dave, what what are you? So you have a conqueror, which is any character. So you can take like a, a bloodthirster. You can take a disco lord. You can take anything like that, or two fast attack choices. So you can play fair games. Well, I'm gonna be honest. Uh, I don't have any fast attacks in my current army build that I'm working on. I'm trying to try to stick with it, and I'm also in the middle of painting up the 2,000 points of it, so I'm trying really hard to not deviate currently until I get everything painted. So it looks like I am going to be taking a Disco Lord. Okay. So I have you down as a Lord Discordant. No, I believe... You, uh, does it say Lord Discordant, or does it say Dave is a dick? Nope, it says Lord Discordant. Fair enough. Uh, Danny, so you have the choice of either one champion or uh, two elites. All right, so I'm going to take the elites. I, I would have taken elites if, if and not. And I'm just going to do uh, my bodyguard squad. I'm going to paint up uh, 10 Terminators. Ooh. Ooh. Shit. And Danny, you're playing Slen. No, you're not playing Slenish. You're playing Zinch, which means you don't have always fight first. Nope. Um, well, okay. and, and these guys will be Night Lords. So. Right. Even scarier. Yep. Not You don't want to go Scarabier? I could go with the Scarab Occult. Um, but I, I want at least 1,000 Suns character before I start taking uh, any okay. kind of 1,000 Suns units. And John, what do you get on? So I'm going to go for troops. Uh, so I have either two troops or one character. Uh, I think especially with the, the Death Guard characters in general, um, just one of them. Cool, that would be great, but characters can't block for characters, so good fucking luck. True. Yeah. Getting smited very quickly, or hit real quickly. So I'm going to take a, a squad of 10 Plague Marines and then 20 Poxwalkers. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So, so sounds good. So after our, our second week here, Dave, you are going to have your Smash Lord and a Lord Discordant. Uh, Danny's going to have ten Terminators and a um, Smash Lord and a Smash Lord, and then I will have ten Plague Marines and twenty Poxwalkers. Nice. Sounds like we're going into an ambush mission, boys. <laughs> all of your stuff is deep striking or real fast moving. That's right. Uh, looks like Sam Turn's going to have his comeuppance for uh, uh, for trying to trick us for trying to blow up a ship around you. Uh, All right, <laughs> I, I've kind of got a scenario here for this. Okay, Danny and I meet up planet side on ruined Cadia. We'll be like, "Hey, bitch, Wait, you left me to die on. in space." I mean, it's not completely gone; it's still there. You literally left him to die in All space. Right, we meet up, meet up at a. a Why am I meeting you? Starbucks. Anyway? We meet up at a Starbucks uh, or whatever the uh, a recaf bucks. Okay, and uh, and we discuss how we're going to get back at him. So we end up duking it out to see who gets to vengeance on him. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah weaken each other before you take me. 
That's fine. Well, we'll still bring the full strength. So the way I see it is I have teleported to, to my, my base uh, in the Cadian system. Obviously in Arcadia, that planet's gone. And <laughs> Danny has floated through space reading the book that he borrowed from my library, mm-hmm. um, kind of just passing the time. Gets back to his ship, is like, right, gets 10 of it's his... It's a thriller. 10 of his hardcore Spoiler bodyguards. Alert. And is like, right, guys, we're going to go fuck this person up right now. Uh, Dave cowardly sits in his chair like uh, General wrong. Grievous and nope. flies away. <laughs> <laughs> Time to abandon ship. Um, uh, and then gets his uh, Disco Lord. And I oh, think man. narratively... Now I, now I just can't help but think of your Lord as having like a cough and like... <laughs> <laughs> like being sick. <laughs> so, correct me. So, narratively, the way I see it, oh. Dave assumes that I'm long gone and Danny is dead. That's so, fair. That's a fair. That's yeah. a fair assumption. So he grabs his warp smith to go on a supply run, or or to grab something because you know warp smith go to warp smith. You got to kind of restock the legion. Um, Danny knows what's up because Night Lords know terror tactics and things um, and goes to grab his bodyguard to get revenge on both you and me. Um, and then I think maybe it's just me and you fighting one-on-one uh, over a, like a supply run or like a, a ca- cache in the middle. And then turn two, Danny comes down and is like, hey, back. hey fuckers, I'm back. I'm good with that. Yeah. I we can, can have that. like a, an extra long deep strike thing, so I can't just come and get right into the middle of it. Come I think, on, come I, on, stop it! I think like what? just we treat it. Gonna have like an extra long deep strike thing, so I can't just yeah, 12, come in the middle. Twelve inches. <laughs> oh, that's what you said. That's come I on. I think we just make deep strike twelve inches for that mission. There you go. That's smart. I like that. Yeah, and then that way you're not yeah, allowed an extra to charge, three inches but you can is, still is shoot. Good with me. <laughs> it usually is. Yeah, that's I what I've heard. <laughs> Um, hey guys, we formed a network. You might have oh heard about yeah. it a bunch. Uh, let's take a break. We're going to come back and talk about all of the cool stuff you can hear on the Rogue Trader Network. Network. Earl Hagen was a legend. In 1960, he whistled his way into Hollywood and into our hearts. Decades later, he made a comeback, lending those lustrous lips in the 1980s to such bands as the Scorpions, Guns N' Roses, and Pat Benatar. A half century after his humble beginnings, he's at it again. This time without cumbersome musical accompaniment, he'll have you wetting your whistle and whistling along. His new album, Earl Whistles Disney, is sure to be a hit with all generations. Order now and receive a bonus album, Earl Whistles More Shit, a collection of previously unreleased material of Earl's favorite songs through the years. On this bonus album, he demonstrates his newly mastered technique of inward whistling. Order yours today on compact disc or double-length cassette. Also available at fine retailers such as Walgreens, CBS, and participating Sam Goody stores. Earl Whistles Disney. Buy it today. Oh, man, and we're back. So couple, uh, about a month ago now, we started uh, the Rogue Trader Network uh, to kind of cross-promote uh, and synergize and other Lonely Island song words from that thing. 
Uh, but You're in that so humble. yeah, in that time we have grown exponentially, doubled in size actually. So I want to take this time to talk over all of the other different great podcasts and 40k content you can get from the Rogue Trader Network. So um, starting, of course, with the most important show. Um, us? us. Yeah, oh, yeah. Us. Thank you. Us. Got it. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't consider us the most important. I mean, we did pick up. I mean, I would say we're the bread. As, as a pioneer in 40K <laughs> broadcasting. I mean, but a pioneer. Yeah. Oh, geez. Hold on a second. No, and John's right. No, no. Here, I'm going to go over here real quick. And and one of the. I'm going to give John enough room for his head. Just a second. You're so going to go away and give John head? As, as uh, the pioneers of uh, 40 comedy. Yes. Comedy has a K because it's funnier that way. Oh, 40 um, comedy. Yeah. Is that, is that what you you know how we discussed earlier how sometimes the words don't translate well without yeah. seeing your face? Yeah. I think this might I think be it one translates fantastically. Mm, I don't think it does. Um, Mob Rules has been around for... Go ahead and take We never said right we were good title. at comedy. Like, let's just put that right <laughs> no, out. We're pretty fucking good at comedy. <laughs> we, just, <laughs> we just pioneered it poorly. Oh, okay. oh, um, uh, as a joke. Uh, we pioneered <laughs> <laughs> We, we trained John poorly. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we've been uh, on the podcast, uh, podcasting with as mob rules for about four years now, four or five years now. Uh, the current yes, iter- we're coming up on the fourth anniversary. Coming actually. up on the fourth anniversary. That's crazy. That's a long um, time. We've released every episode, like every two weeks for the last four years, almost without uh, yep. thing. Uh, so we have regularity yep. behind us. We're in old man's bowels. Um, we've had lots of fiber, and now we're podcasting. The, the annually the current iteration of annually. mob rules uh with myself dave danny we came into being about a year and a half ago um yep yep about a year and a half ago uh, and we kind of settled into this looser format where we're more into a group of friends sitting down talking about 40k it's more fun um, anything else along the way kind of more of a relaxing thing i like it i don't have to research as much i don't have to edit it's all kinds of great i'm a huge fan um, of us just getting to riff sometimes and yeah. do like the fun stuff the 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 sketches you know when we did the uh, the uh games workshop plus network you know streaming yeah. service that yeah. was a ton of fun for us yeah and know? like i said i think Except we, Danny, we all uh, yeah it wasn't fun for me we all vibe very well and like i think what makes us good is like there's times <laughs> like Dave, I know you and I, we like, you know, behind the curtains, we butt heads sometimes. Sometimes, some different for the most part, you know. Um, but I think that makes us better because neither of us takes it super personally. We're able to kind of come back and, uh, and make things even better. And there's well. been times I've gone to you and be like, hey, remember when I told you this idea was stupid and shitty before? It was actually pretty good. And that's that. That's, Thank you. That's how. Well, I've said that to your face before. I've said I so really nice. wasn't on board yeah. with this, and then <laughs> like I, I changed my mind. Uh, I, I said my so, and a lot of times when we do our brainstorming sessions, my ideas don't translate well. You know, like I have the idea in my head of what I sure. what it wants, and I'm like, just let me show it to you before you. And I tell you, take put a your dump penis away. And, <laughs> and yet you look, about you ideas. look every time. I don't understand why. You know it's coming. I it's mean, like when you look in Eclipse. There's a tiny little pinhole camera you have to look through. Your dick is an eclipse camera. Wait, wait, I got something. You know us. what? Let's no, just let's strike comedy straight Jesus. off the podcast. We are clearly done straight with that. Straight 40K anymore. Let's, straight just, be, 40K. let's <laughs> just be done with it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, it's been a really nice iteration. Uh, like we've pretty much settled into a format, a formatless format, which I, I super enjoy. Um, hopefully you guys do too. Hopefully you do too. About thousands of you do, weirdly enough. And that's, that's cool. I enjoy that. 
uh, we we've been working with GW's reviewers as well for the past couple of years, which has been, been really awesome. Holy shit, surprising but awesome. Um, and Danny's been doing just amazing. I blow work. a lot of GW guys so that we can keep getting this product. Good. By good, the way, yeah. guys, it has been five years almost. Um, four and a half more because Battle Brothers 2015. Oh, was right. Episode yeah. five. So yeah, almost five years of doing this. I, well, I've been doing All this right. for. Five years. Well, that means that I've been here three then. Yep. I've been here five days for three. Uh, Danny's been here over a year. So it's like perfect number kind of degradation here. Um, so as much as we joke about Dave being the old man of the podcast, I'm really the old man of the podcast. You're, right you're not. I'm considerably older than you are in, in real life. Podcasting um, ages a person so quickly. So quickly. Yeah. You look a lot worse than I um, do. About <laughs> a year ago, uh, we started a Patreon <laughs> to, to kind of cover some of the fundings. Um, I'd, I'd been paying for this out of pocket for about four years. I'm like, yeah, I'll, we'll, we'll give it a try. And like, I'm blown away by the support uh, that we've received. Um, so I want to thank you guys for that. And yeah, just, no kidding. It's a, well, it allowed us to up our bandwidth so that we could produce more content yeah. at a better quality. It allowed me to upgrade equipment. Uh, so even though the content is shitty, it yeah, sounds still shitty. nicer. Um, <laughs> it did stupid things like Danny's bought a ticket for SoCal. He's going to the SoCal open. Oh yeah. It, it allows us to pay da- for Danny's ticket. So, so, so you guys, we paid for Danny's ticket. We're, we're going to be paying for Danny's ticket because what? while he's there, he's representing us. Right. And so that way we can make him wear merch. We he's going to like just a fucking hang out billboard. with Peter and get drunk. He's not going to represent anything, but he's going to do it in a Marvel rules t-shirt. That's right <laughs> <laughs> um so like i've been blown away for the sport for that because like when we started that i'm like yeah we're not gonna get anything for this who it's the fuck joke. gives money to a well, podcast well so, and yeah. we have no tiers we have nothing that we offer no we <laughs> have like a one dollar plus tier which gives you lifetime access to everything we do it's it's a really shitty business yeah, model. Can you I'm please take down the sex tape? It's just nothing but your, um, just nothing but your you know, ass for thirty minutes. It's that weird ass and balls <laughs> angle that like nobody <laughs> likes. <laughs> Except for I really your mom, and that's why the, uh, we keep it up there because the, she's our the number Nurgle one Patreon. You got on your butt, though. It's here's really nice. here's Tied okay. Here's a super real it's not weird a tattoo. That's just pox. Here's a super weird aside that I want to put I, out I, there. It's gonna get more weird than what we just said. Yes. Okay. I got an email from Flashlight. Flashlight is no way the company that makes the fuckable flashlights. Right <laughs> there. Did you hear that Bangarang is making uh, some sleeves for them so, in 40k colors? Well, well. Wait a second. <laughs> no, they're so not. So they're, they're making a different... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I really want a Harlequin sleeve. <laughs> Maybe... <laughs> So you can maybe f- Emperor's children. <laughs> so you uh. can fuck your army instead of your army fucking you. Mm. Um, but they're making a new flashlight uh. sleeve that has <laughs> balls hanging off the front. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're a dude who likes dudes, uh, you can feel the pleasure of your balls slapping against another set of balls. You know, I really liked being part of the Rogue Trader Network and, until oh. we just got kicked out from this bit right here. Oh. As we were discussing no. the Rogue Trader Network. Thanks, well, guys. It's a nice Thanks segue, guys. though. It's, an, yeah. it's, a, it's a great segue, though. Reform them were the first balls. So uh, how much was it, John, and when does it get here? <laughs> <laughs> I paid for upgraded shipping. Oh. Man, Thanks, I just Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? If the Patreon doesn't go up after announcing that, oh. I'd be surprised. Yeah, man. So yeah, we we appreciate everything you guys do. We appreciate you guys even listening to us here. Uh, we are super happy with 
the the format we have we're super happy with the three of us the combo um regardless of if any of us move um this combo will not be changing unless one of us makes huge poor life decisions and we just can't be in the same room it's true Dan- um, danny did say the mic was his he peed on it so he owns it he's taking like i'm literally goes. planning if danny moves for college himself to send him away with a little kit uh, oh. so, so like he'll have like a little <laughs> like some like, like a little some backpack <laughs> some, <laughs> yeah. some snacks no yeah. like, uh, like warm socks a little r- i like the sugar-free pudding just no like just a, a, a little, little nobody likes a sugar-free pudding i do well, like a little soundboard and everything then you'll be a little soundboard and a little microphone so even when you skype in you just send me your audio file afterwards but it all sounds like we're in the same room oh nice yeah, yeah. see so so it works out that's real the well one like nice that. thing you know that that is the one nice thing about our podcast that nobody else seems to do is sitting in the same fucking room. I mean, it just, I get it. You're not always in the same place. Sure. It definitely decreases uh, quality if you can't get people in the same room. You know what I mean? I mean, I th- yeah, I think it, it will, helps you can't for sure. Up, yeah. uh, you can't match up audio very well, or at least you need to spend time matching up audio, and most of them are like, that's good. Print. Yep. Well, man, speaking but about not our Rogue Trader partner. Speaking partners. about degrading quality, uh, our Rogue Trader, uh, our other co-founders of the Rogue <laughs> Trader Network, uh, Dangly Boys, scripted Dangly Boys, the unscripted scripted Dangly Boys, uh, are the the other co-founders of that, uh, led by Seth, the dangliest of boys. Um, him and Bjorn Brian. Yep, a uh, rotating cast of characters, I would say, uh, through their show, uh, very similar in tone to ours. There's the one guy that lives in the backwoods. I can never remember his name. Seth. No, 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 no. Seth is like a professor. Oh, Douchey. You're thinking of Douchey. Is his name Douchey? Well, I don't know. I, I just made that sure up. That can be a person, he's right? The, he's a dwarf, you know? <laughs> he plays banjo. Yeah. It's fine. They're all Southern. I, just, I love him. It's not rapey. If I, it's I love his voice because it comes on and he's literally got that, I'm in the backwoods in a log cabin broadcasting from there kind of vocal sound like any second. Like Mom's he dialed into in the conference awesome. call <laughs> right after he finished. Hey, boys, what's all this you got jug. going on back here? Is this uh, 40K? Oh, I'm going to be playing some uh, cuss codes, I think. Yeah, but Dangly Boys usually has uh, five or six guys on at a time. They go over the local meta, local games, um, but kind of similar to us, they get distracted quite often. Um, they have some really good insight, and Seth is actually a super great player. Um, smart. Yeah, uh, thanks. Yeah, make make say nice things about him. Yeah, that's it, smart move. He's smart. I mean, I wish he'd told me it before LVO that I needed to pack gold bond medicated powder, but I will never not make that mistake again. <laughs> I think <laughs> next year at LVO, he's literally probably going to bring you some. <laughs> Dude, you're going to get so much so gold much. I need to ask you once again. For some gold bond. <laughs> Once again, I'm asking you for your gold bond medicated powder. Um, but yeah, like I said, they really cover the Southern meta well, uh, and especially with bigger events like Pro Tabletop um, and Warzone Atlanta and all those other... And camps. they sponsor some charity uh, tournaments as well. Yeah, for, so. for sure. Uh, obviously, charitable giving, a uh, big, big part of Road Trader Network. Yep. Um, uh, yeah, so so they're great tournament organizers, great players, uh, and, and have a really good kind of take on the southern meta and are really kind of good with the the pro tabletop and the rise of pro tabletop gaming they've covered really well recently as well yeah um pro tabletop gaming well we all know my opinions on that anyway (laughs) let's not get sidetracked sir uh then the second member that we had joined yep uh Uh, we had the nc40 yeah young up upstarts from they they asked us to listen uh after danny so uh um, mark Oh, actually, we should message. probably let Danny uh, say the name of the podcast because I kept cutting him off. It's uh, NC40 Cabal. Yep. Yep. 
great guys. I hope I'm great saying guys. that. If I if I fuck that up, I'm yeah. sorry. Um, so the, the NZ stands for right. New Zoo. NZ uh, Forty Cabal. No, that's oh, you, oh. no, that was that's that was decent, Dave. I will give you a decent on that. Pr- pretty racist. Yeah. I gave you the D. Um, that's okay. I appreciate that, Dave. Yeah. They are another tournament group uh, focusing on ITC tournament games and 40K coming out of New Zealand. So yep. you know they're dedicated to the hobby because theirs is 70% more expensive than ours. No shit. For sure. For sure. Um, and again, another. And they have a thriving scene down there that's really interesting. Like, I used to follow their scene for Warhammer Fantasy because they had, like, a really active scene with tournaments and stuff. And they, now. They still have a. Uh, the Australia and New Zealand down oh, there. Oh, super active. Huge. Yeah, age, yeah it's awesome. Sigmar. Like, enough that where they sponsored. Uh, other people uh rob former of uh, gw down there oh to yeah sure to go run. down to cancun yeah. and stuff yeah. yeah and do tournaments and stuff uh also yeah no those guys i enjoy their show it's um, it's a it's a great show like uh they're they're funny and witty as mm-hmm. well um they give good tournament coverage uh yeah totally it's it, if if you like our show you'll probably like theirs too yes and that's a recurring theme yeah of, of shows true. we have coming onto our network is it's it's like us but better, which is maybe right. a thing we shouldn't be doing quite oh, as much. Shit. shit! What have we done? <laughs> <laughs> All we have is our audio quality now. <laughs> oh no! And then rounding out the network or the the first set with of four stars. So I'm gonna say right okay, now that go. this one surprised me. Okay, uh, independent N- characters. N- N- C- <laughs> no, these guys are actually a good podcast. So NC40 Cabal. Are they Great, now my Forge World orders will be forever delayed because <laughs> Carl's going to send an angry email. <laughs> Lord of the fans. He owns half the stock of Forge World. <laughs> no Daredales for you. It's too late. You've already ordered them. It's fair. But they're um, not here yet. Like the Dangly, we, we got on really well with them. It makes sure. sense. Uh, I've listened to NZ40 uh, Cabal quite a few times and, and I enjoy it quite a bit. So it makes sense that he you know reached out to us. Crikey. But this guy... Other than screaming about chicken at me, I'd never really had any interaction with. Oh man! Oh man! And but I really like him. Do you, you know? need any more interactions? Other no. Than in that, fact, though? as long as he screams about chicken at me and all the time, I think that's he was fine. screaming to you about cock. Ooh, thrills! <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, I had Yikes. something in my throat right there. Sorry, John. You know <laughs> what? You know I take this very seriously. He was asking me about blue light. ribbon chicken, the very best chicken in the United States, oh. found in New York and Las Vegas. Blue ribbon chicken. Stop on by and have a taste of treat today. <laughs> See how I can make that sound sarcastic, like just by the touch of a button. That I want works. them to Thanks. send us some fucking chicken. I don't. Can you imagine how fucking rotten it would no, be? No, 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 dude. Like send us frozen chicken. Oh. I'll deep fry it, man. I don't care. <laughs> I will come <laughs> like over and watch you kill yourself. We have the and then technology. I will eat chicken. Yeah, I I can heat up a, a, a vat of oil and probably not burn down oh my house. God, I mean, I'd give it like. Uh, Mob rules is looking for a new host in approximately two months after they yeah. receive some chicken. Must be funny and better than Terrible. us at 40K. So really, yeah. must just be funny. Literally anyone. Yeah. <laughs> Literally anyone can fill that spot. But Dave, you spent three minutes cock-teasing us about the fourth <laughs> minute. Seriously. Of the network oh, there. Man, just give it so to us. So the High Lords of Terror. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Those guys are just better than us that's fair that's yeah. fair so yeah high lords of uh, terror are, are, are the fourth member of our podcast network oh, shit. i've known michael for a while he's us? a he's a pretty good guy you think they were like uh, we should slum with these guys every once in a while yeah like, i think so well, i think like also this is their like, off year 
from college. They're, <laughs> they're that must, that must they're, be it. They're hanging out with us. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll have you know, Dave, as you and I both very know, we just used Danny to gain uh, more notoriety. And he already had the High Lord connection. So that's how we that's that's they came on board there. Um, so, yeah, that and, and definitely check those guys out. They put out some great content. They really do. They uh, did some awesome interviews with top players. Um, they've got interviews with Brian Pullen. They've got uh, Michael himself is an extremely accomplished Necron player that Very good. has been competed, competing for top Necron spot for many years. Oh. Um, yeah, great guys all around, though. Like, Definitely check them out. They are also funny, and yep. if you like us, you'll probably like them, too. I mean, I think that's just a great like, slogan for the network. Oh, yeah, they the also network. have really great audio quality. Yeah, they yeah. do. No, they do. Yep. So, uh, what, what does that mean? What, what does having a network mean? Nothing. That means nothing. Uh, occasionally, <laughs> we're going to make an ad for Mob Rules. You might hear it on their shows. You're going to start hearing ads for their shows on our show. Uh, we're going to talk about them more. We're going to be having yep. people on from, from their shows on our shows and just kind of fun stuff like that. Because and vice versa. And right. vice versa, because if you love uh, Mob if Rules. They, if they want us. If you like Mob Rules, you're going to like don't. hearing from. Yeah, they, just, um, they just want John. Sorry, actually. sorry, John. <laughs> oh. That's fair. Uh, but if you like Mob Rules, you're going to love the guys at uh, NZ40 Cabal. Uh, if you like uh, uh, um, if you like Dangly Boys, you're going to like uh, High Lords. So kind of that crossover is like super fun for us. Uh, and just making sure we're all working together to provide you guys with the best content we possibly can. Um, or just, you know, a medium or just good content. <laughs> Yeah, just <laughs> they're working hard. We're working low. It averages out to, to <laughs> we'll meet medium, in the middle. Yeah, medium we're quality. Soft. We're <laughs> soft. They're hard. You know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Eiffel Tower still happens. It's just not as pleasurable for yeah, somebody. It's just a really just like Dave's mom and me. Yeah, it's a really you really can slow solo Eiffel kind of Tower. My mom? No, no, no. Uh, well, I mean, I can. You can. Baller. It's called. Yeah. Uh, uh, just uh, got to get a mirror around the world. <laughs> and a mirror that explains why her mirror has a face size smash in it. It's uh, around the world in 80 layers. You're in a dick with a suction cup, Dave. I'm good to go. <laughs> well, then. Dude, I'm the best. I took first place at another tournament. First off, stop with the thunder and lightning. You don't impress me. And second, let me check out the BCP rankings. And I don't see you on there. What? Your TO needs to download the Best Coast Pairings app and run events on it. After the event, the results are uploaded into BCP rankings, and the best part, it's easy and free. But I play multiple game systems. No big deal. The BCP app can be used for any game. A ton of events every weekend are using it, from major international tournaments to local stores. And now that it's available on Android devices, you're going to have some serious competition. There can be only one. BCP Rankings is a fun and exciting way to measure how you or your team stack up. No matter what you play, your score goes to an overall ranking. Or compete to be the best in a game, a circuit, a region, or the world. Download the app or visit www.bestcoastpairings.com for more info. Best Coast Pairings. Are you the best? Yes, yes I am. Well, no I'm not. That, that's okay though. Uh, a couple things we're going to touch on before we're going to leave you guys for another two weeks. Uh, Duncan Rhodes Pitting Academy uh, officially mm-hmm. launched. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it is currently a YouTube channel. It will be a paid subscription service website. Uh, three pounds and ninety nine cents in the uh, three pounds and ninety nine pence in the UK. Five dollars American. You're you're giving me signals. 
It's uh, it's along using along the same lines as the mini wargaming vault style right. system. Right, right, so yeah, Quite so stuff will be free, and there will be a subscription mm. service. Uh, the one thing he doesn't offer though is coaching. For that, you still have to go to Danny. Yep, yep, yeah. And his, I showed him model. I'm like, how do I paint this? And he's like, just better. You uh, just try harder. Just try, not, try harder. That's not true. Duncan is a really nice Fucking guy. Loser. He, he would tell you straight to your face <laughs> that that's a gorgeous looking model. You should be really proud. Um, I d- even he, if it's not, it's nice that you don't have to wear the helmet anymore. He has um, <laughs> one tutorial up right now on YouTube. Um, it's for a sister of battle. Um, I really appreciated the style. Uh, I'm sorry, I watched the whole thing. I have no interest in ever painting a sister of battle army or collecting it. Uh, it was 30 minutes long. It's a little long for what it is, but at the start of the video, he prefaces it by saying what you learn from this tutorial, you are able to use um, for your entire range. Uh, so I appreciated that part. What I also appreciated was he brought back the part he did from the older GW vids. Um, like when I was looking at my Nagash painting tutorials, he stopped at the end and he recapped the major steps and the major things and kind of the things to remember, right? Mm. So like mm. that recap is back, which I think is so important because I think the way these videos are designed to be watched is you watch them all in one big chunk and then you play pause, play pause, play pause, right? That's... Um it's what I did for Celestine. Right, right. Um, and so I think... Loosely, like, um, okay, so this is the next step. Audio is a little echoey, but it's stuff they're actively working on. The lighting looks great. It is it is just the Warhammer TV setup. I, I think what's important to remember from this is it's not just Duncan. It's also his uh, videographer and editor. He left Warhammer <laughs> TV at the same time. Oh, um, okay. So yeah, it's, that's what he said. So it's the same visual. It's the same style. Um, and it's just... just genuinely just Duncan being Duncan. So he says, because we're painting a Games Workshop miniature, it only makes sense that we would use Citadel paints. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that, that does make sense. I know a lot of people are like, oh, he's going to go like 100% Army Painter, or he's going to go do this, or he's going to like pick up sponsorship, which, by the way, Army Painter, if you haven't sent your entire fucking stock to him already. No, um, they're too busy sending it to Phil. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and Adam. But I really appreciate the way that like he did that. And brushes he uses some army painter brushes the other thing i super appreciated about the tutorial video is when he was base coating the miniature oh yeah i like that too he pulled out a brush and he was like you know what? this is an older brush it's a little frayed it's not perfect but it's great for base coating which for me i'm like perfect because every time i watched a Citi- uh, games workshop like warhammer tv painting video i felt like shit because all my bushes brushes were like raggedy around the edges mm. um <sighs> my dry brushes are all like that the citadel ones that yeah is. but I think it was a good quality video. It's a great start. Um, they are going to make a lot of money over a long time with yeah, this. Maybe. I mean, uh, based purely, I'd, I'd five pounds a month or what? Oh, whatever. Five dollars a month. Well, his fi- it was five pounds a month. Nope. So a little bit three pounds and ninety nine oh, cents. Three ninety nine. Okay. Or five. Well, that's a deal. Nice. I mean, right? Yeah. No, I, I people pay us five dollars a month for this. <laughs> Let's put that into context. Okay. Yeah, we provide fair. very Don't, little no, of value. Do here. not put it into context. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Do not cancel us for Duncan Rhodes Painting Academy. Sorry, Danny. John opened his mouth. Like I said, you aren't going to SoCal after all. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I'll return my ticket. But I think, like I said, it, it's a great service. I'm excited to see. <laughs> I'm actually really excited to see him expand past GW. He talked about doing Star Wars Legion. He talked about doing um, War Machine. Yeah. I want to see him do Malifaux for selfish oh, yeah, reasons. That'd be, that'd be super cool. Um, He'll never I'm, do reporters, though. I can't see why um, these companies are not just flooding that guy's mailbox with miniatures. 
because well, we he's don't like know, we so don't know likable and so relatable. He's likable. He's relatable. With one teaser video, he got 25,000 subscriptions on his YouTube channel. Um, just crazy, crazy amounts. Um, um, but do yeah. You, do you also want to talk about the one that's getting shut down? The channel that's yeah, shut down? Darren Latham. Uh, yeah, big uh, sad. Like yeah, big sad. Uh, Evie, a former heavy metal painter, miniature designer, had a, a side hustle. I guess with a I think it wasn't a side hustle so much as he just wanted to do he, it. He wanted to share his talent. So he made all these painting videos. He had like a 17 hour, 27 like part masterpiece class on how to paint stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, really well put together videos, uh, sad and explainable ways. Now it's not necessarily attainable ways. I understand what he's doing. He's explaining how he's doing it. I can't do what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, nah, you can. But a really great series of videos. That channel is shutting down. Why? Hasn't been announced. I'm sure we can all guess. Um, we are um, uh, kind of in a completely different topic. Very excited for our review copy of the next Psychic Awakening book arriving. Oh, man. I am hype. Yep. Super hype. Super hype for that. We're excited to for, for more review products here. Um, but yeah, that channel will be shutting down May 19th, I believe. May 16th. So, so definitely don't get a YouTube downloader and rip every video off the channel. Or at least watch it as many times as you can beforehand yep. and get, get some of your... Like his... He has a face painting tutorial video that, while it looks difficult, has enough techniques in it that you can make a very good-looking face very easily. Yeah. And, yep. and make it look very good with without following all of his steps. His uh, black video, like made me rethink the way that I was painting black on all my iron hands, which is really cool. And then like the ones that I have done, like with a very similar technique with a little bit, with a, with a lot fewer steps. Yeah. Like they look really mm-hmm. good. Like they're not show quality. They're not sure. Demon stuff, but they look great. Yeah. So they look sharp. Um, other bits of housekeeping that we have going on. Uh, Mob Rules Dice. They're all gone. <gasps> Sold out. Uh, thank you all for grabbing them. Uh, thank you also all everyone who bought them and then sent us testimonial emails about how they performed in games. Uh, that was literally one of my favorite things to do. Um, <laughs> my first like 20 minutes of work, I usually budget aside to sit and kind of prepare for the day. Uh, recently I've just been uh, sitting, uh, reading emails from listeners, uh, because that seems like way more fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but yeah, like just stories about how they rolled sixes, um, uh, like just different cool lift stuff they did and and just thank you so much for sharing the stories and I'm glad that we are helping you uh, cheat to win games with our loaded dice right hell yeah which are absolutely not loaded uh, there will be a season two of dice coming uh, we'll be putting in an order for that soon so knowing the dice supplier uh, come October time we'll, we'll have dice wow. for sale again it takes about two months to get dice it takes about so two we months should, if we place it soon we should get some uh, more before we'll, we'll get that in there June. um and then thank you again for Hammerhead Games, a great partner for us. Uh, they yep. uh, they have their measuring tools, uh, now wound markers as well with, with our podcast logo on there. And everything you get from there, of course, we get a wonderful little cake back from. So thank you for helping keep the lights on, Tony, and Hammerhead Games. And if you are in the uh, Los Angeles or California area, uh, he is running a major in August. Hammerhead Games is also partnered with High Lords of Terra, I believe, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. yep. They, they yep. also have stuff there. Uh, so it's a really great way for you to support your favorite podcast and Mob Rules um, and uh, also get yourself some really cool quality things. I know I use my 9-inch measure stick to really quickly and easily figure out where my deep oh strikers yeah. go, Same. which is uh, a lot easier now. I'm on a 32-millimeter base. Yeah. Way easier. And it lets me see if my <sighs> pumping is like, you know, achieve some results. Yep. 
And then the other cool thing I, I like, and one of our local guys, Rob, uh, showed us on this, was using the three-inch edge to see if I could heroically interview. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I use that. Actually, I would say that I use the three-inch more than the nine-inch. Yep. Yep, that's what your wife Likewise. says. Likewise, and also in Warhammer. <laughs> she does. John's she sure wife does. definitely says. Definitely, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, what else we got? What other housekeeping things oh we want to touch on? Hey, oh, mobrosmedia.com. Uh, oh, yeah. It's having like a soft relaunch. Uh, so we have the website up there. You can, uh, all of our episodes of the podcast are up there. Um, there's like some half done stuff. Uh, we have plans. There's going to be like an RSS feed <laughs> with all of the uh, Rogue Trader Network shows up on there. Yep. And, and if it's not up there within a week, send Danny some nasty emails because he's our. Or actually, guy. send Danny's boss some nasty emails and be like, "Hey, give give him a little less work." <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yep. So come look at our half finished website, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Marvelsmedia.com. The front page has all of our episodes on it. That's right. It does. Uh, all of the links are working and not broken. Right. Yeah. Probably. There's positives there. No, they um, the ones that are there are, are oh, all that's, working. That's great. Yes. Yeah. Like I spent I like took an hour clicking stuff last night. I took night. care of that. Trying to break things. Be like, ha, ah, fuck you, oh, John. You screwed up that I'll, one thing. I'll tell you about something later. Oh, all I right, can't cool. wait for it. Ooh, we'll see. Yeah. It's like the Easter egg. Tell us which one it is and you'll get nothing for free. Uh, but anyway, we're going to call that good uh, on episode 128 and we'll be back in two weeks. Uh, so for Mob Rules, I've been John. I've been Dave. I've been Danny. And we'll see you next time. Yeah.